Bradbury, men with hard hats. Came up to Fort McMurray, was the summer of 83. I was looking for work, and Sindrid was looking for me. They gave me a job, I'm working Team 3. Been working ever since, it's easy to see. Drag lines and bucket wheels, conveyors by the mile. Send Tarzan to the pocket and dump it all in pile. Tumblers and separators, they're running all the while. Fifty million barrels is where we set the dial. I'm working at Sing Crew. Synthetic energy. I'm working at Sing Crew, Sing Crew, and that's all right. Hydrogen plants and cokers are reaching for the sky. Production keeps on going every day and night. We're shooting for a record, the target's inside. The other end of the pipeline, that's it, all right. I'm working, I'm working at Sync Synthetic Energy. I'm working at Sync Synchrude, and that's all right. swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised hey folks it's Toski here hope you enjoyed the sing crude boogie uh <laughs> i played all of it eh you guys probably thought i was just gonna play snippets but i bet you want the last three minutes of your life back too bad i'm gonna waste another couple hours coming up on this episode of the ymm podcast because it's a little bit of mashup it's a little bit of jumble um yeah that, that's a word uh, yeah, uh, basically I got, I had a couple different episodes that, uh, I've recorded lately. Um, but they're kind of different and they're kind of up and down and all over the place. So I figured I'd take the best of both and put it into, into one. Uh, the first is what you'll hear is, uh, me, uh, Stacy, Ash, and Steve. 
we recorded a show all about the latest happenings in regards to this whole pet abandonment trend that we've been seeing in Fort Mac, which is pretty disgusting. Um, so we kind of cover off some details there and go on to some rants. It's, it's actually a pretty interesting show. Uh, uh, I had to cut it down because we went on to like a couple hours of just pets in general, uh, which is actually some pretty funny stuff. So I, I left parts of it in. Um, but the rest you'll probably hear on the episode down the road, who knows? Uh, so that's like the first hour, uh, the second hour, you'll also hear, uh, myself, Tito and Stacy, uh, that we did a podcast a little while ago where we kind of did a random, uh, bunch of random stuff. Uh, we talk about like, uh, uh, kind of the history of the region. Uh, I think we went on to like how, like the continents were named or something like that. And we just kind of went from there. Uh, and then we just started talking about Oscars for the last hour, or the last like 45 minutes of the podcast. So the first hour you hear the introduction of me, Steve, Ash, and Stacy. Um, then that goes for an hour. You'll hear what's close. Then right after you'll hear another introduction, uh, between me, Tito and Stacy. Uh, both are great shows. Uh, well, this is a great show. It's going to be a great show. Uh, the two components are really good. Some funny, funny stuff. And uh, some good stuff to make you think, too, because, like I said, the the stuff that's been going on lately with this pet thing is absolutely uh, crazy. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Uh, everyone always talks about how long we go, uh, which I never really understood. It's a podcast, guys. It's there all the time. Listen to the first hour now and listen to the first hour later. It's it's we got plenty of time to do it. Because, uh, you know, I can never upload a podcast on time, so God only knows if there'll be another show next Tuesday. But either way, it's it's easy stuff. Take all the time in the world to listen to it. A um, couple quick things. Uh, Stitcher just updated their apps for all the mobile platforms. Uh, just wrote an article for them, too. Hopefully, you'll see that in the next YMM magazine. Uh, definitely check them out, uh, com. <clears throat> but the app is great. This is how uh, the app has got thousands and thousands of podcasts and different radio shows from around the world, all available by mobile streaming. Uh, doesn't take up any gig space on your phone. So, uh, definitely go to, uh, stitcher.com slash YMM. Uh, that's how you'll get us automatically. And then you can go ahead and add whenever show you want. And it's 100% free. So definitely check it out at Stitcher. Um, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash YMM podcast, facebook.com slash YMM podcast. Uh, of course, email us show at YMM podcast, podcast.com. Got lots of stuff coming down the pipe. Don't want to eat up too much time because people always complain about it. So. Get ready for another episode of the YMM Podcast. Welcome to Fort Mac. Podcast. I'm Totsky. Stacy. Ashcake. Steve. And we got no Tito today because he's a little under the weather. Drank a little bit too much green beer. And we're looking at superhero Superman tits. Yeah. Sexy nerds. Under boob, actually. 
Yeah. A very underrated but a bust. <laughs> it's because because of the <laughs> I rarity. Had a moment where I thought this was me, but it's not. That's so oh funny. god! <laughs> so to give a little bit of context, we're trying to look for uh, people on the internet that are already naked that look like us, so that we can pawn it off. If anybody ever finds the legitimate pictures of us naked on the internet, we can be like, uh, no, 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 no. Look, <laughs> this person clearly wears glasses. It's like Clark Kent. See, they have a tattoo there too. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> they have a tattoo yeah. that says Totsky. <laughs> I, I still. I think that's so funny that I mean I think I've said it on a ladies room podcast before but just the story of an old roommate of mine who was uh, <laughs> it's, it just cracks me up every time he was so confident talking to this new girl he's telling me about like oh yeah we've been exchanging the nude pics and like oh it's going so great you know it's just so hot blah 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 I'm like aren't you worried about you know what, the possibility of them getting out and he's like no no see the trick is man is you just take them without your head in the picture and nobody can tell and I'm like you're covered in tattoos <laughs> like it's yeah. The police will know who you are at least. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> Everyone thinks they can oh. beat the system or fool the system. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> That's so Tumblr good. is ridiculous. Tumblr's Tumblr awesome. is the only Welcome place you ever Wyman accidentally podcast watch after porn. dark guys. Podcast after. I think all of our uh, podcasts are after. Vitamin shirt, eating a banana, showing her titties. I thought that was Vicky Blows for a second. Is this what oh, the, the picture we liked? Is this our show? Yeah, apparently. Is so le- what, what are we getting into for the legit <laughs> for the legit topics? Here? I want, let's, let's start us off with Steve. I know you mentioned it on our last. Uh, well, you wanted to mention it on the Cinephiles. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it just wasn't the right forum, right? Because we're talking Stacey about movies. Stacey doesn't know what's going on, so let's. Uh, yeah, um, the- we've been uh, just through my work at um, the radio station at Mix. I have noticed uh, just some uh, like the the news team has been looking into some stories. And and uh, we also have had some listeners just post about uh, animal abandonment in town and how it's always been a thing and it happens everywhere. But it seems like there's a rash of a lot more cases of it. For instance, one person had posted on Facebook that she had seen and uh, therefore rescued on the side of a road like a soft sort of fabric carrier with uh, two kittens in it that had just been abandoned in the snow literally on the side of a, a road on Tower Road oh my specifically God. Um, and then our dear friend uh, McMurray Musings Teresa she um, was uh, I believe I can't remember who is involved but it's somebody who's involved with Dancing with the Stars yeah. which is of course fundraiser for the local SPCA uh, and so it's it's all really connected and thank goodness that it was such a quick turnaround but they were at Safeway and I'm, I'm, my assumption is and they can correct of course if I'm wrong that they were just grabbing some coffee or something like that there's the Starbucks there and they had heard meowing and noticed that there was a bag with a kitten in it in the dumpster once oh, again an abandoned shit. animal and so this uh, was about a week apart these two incidents and um, the SPCA was inclined to comment on it saying that yeah it does happen and uh, it's it's awful and people need to know that not only is it wrong and inhumane it's also very much illegal there's uh, there's animal rights and uh, then it really really took a, a, a bad turn because my assumption here once again I'm um, um, drawing uh, drawing my own conclusions but it seems to me that somebody knew how much it was getting into the news and uh, how much media attention it was getting here in town and decided they didn't want to go that route but they were still going to abandon some animals and so what happened was um, that what the facts are not without any speculation is that there was a bag full of puppies that was left beside a dumpster that had been run over by a vehicle and li- literally they me, found man. they found the bodies of these puppies in pieces so my assumption is somebody wanted to make sure that they weren't making any noise so to, to get discovered. But 
I mean, there's so many factors that could have gone into it. Other animals, like ravens, for instance, could have been picking at the bag and somebody noticed parts. And yeah, it's like it's, it's I'm almost speechless. No, you should right? be because I. That's what? exactly how I feel, and it's just I think it's so ridiculous. So, I mean, the, the bottom line um, is. If you have to abandon your animal, like the SPCA is going to be so much happier to have you not even face to face. Like they, 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 they will accept anonymous. Like, um, what do you mean by anonymous? Just someone goes well, up just, with like a ski mask. Well, just, just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever you need to do, like no leave them, leave them on the doorstep you. and, no, and no make gonna, a phone call. You know, like no one's going to slap your wrist or chasten well, you. You know, it's a lot better for them to accept I, I'm a, a, even an animal, right now. even if they're at full capacity, that way than to have to discover a bag full of puppies run over. Dead. Like, I'm, yeah. I like, I can't even. Wrap my bit. wrap my head around this. Like this is recent. Like this happened mm-hmm. recently in town. This is within the last month or so. So like, do you mean like a dumpster? Or like a like a trash? Like put them in a trash bin? Like I, 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 I haven't I seen any pictures or anything a like that. But I'm assuming dumpster, dumpster. slash trash bin by like, Safeway's kind of like the kitten. A- was okay. the kitten one? I don't know where the the puppies were discovered, oh but somebody God. found them and found like parts outside of the bag. So like you like like how like it's like the most happiest thing ever. Puppies, with I know. Three fucking. That's, yeah. but it's what? pure Statistic. irresponsibility. It's evil. I mean, that it's evil. it's one thing. It's it's bad enough when it comes to like families who get a new animal without really thinking about all the mm-hmm. like weighing it out mm-hmm. and 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 uh, determining how long of a commitment it actually is. Uh, around Christmas time, it happens every year, and it happens at shelters all over the place. But like Christmas season kind of comes to an end, and the animal isn't quite as fun and cute anymore, but is just as rambunctious and is tearing up. And so they're like, "Well, we can't handle this, so we're just going to get rid of it again, give it back to the SPCA, or in the worst case scenario, leave it on the side of the road to die." Oh my um, god! And that's bad enough. But like when you're when you're abandoning animals in this fashion, like in a bag in a dumpster, like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bleeding heart for animals, but no, I, just, no, I find it so disrespectful. At the same it's time, dis- it's wrong. And it's yeah, like, I don't like know. this in my head is the pure <laughs> picture of evil. This it is just complete. Me, it's like, what sinister. makes me like animals better than most people. It's honestly. like kids like, who are triggered at, like who are um, the abuse found animals. to be yeah found to be yeah. like serial killers because they abuse animals. Sociopathic. Right? But it's don't like know a the difference help, between it's right a and wrong. Yeah. Little creature that you just so maliciously killed and I don't know if in their head they thought maybe they were being generous to it you know killing like, it maybe, and letting it freeze to death maybe no, like, no. maybe you like, shouldn't have been so fucking stupid and got spay in your, and neuter your spay, goddamn yeah. pets that's just it it's actually um, I yeah, read that was on the other thing is people abandon the litters because they can't handle is they them they spay and neuter all of the animals now ever since automatically December. yeah ever since December of last year they always did that mm, no? no it wasn't all of them no? I don't believe no like, it was. I think they could if you ask yeah. them to, oh, yeah. and then you'd have to pay the fee or whatever. But now the fee's incorporated oh, in the. Well, I think f- it should even be a law with like you know independent breeders who breed puppies and kittens and you know these designer dogs to sell to people that you know maybe have something signed where you have to fucking spay and neuter them. Well, yeah, like, but if you're getting a designer dog, they're created to breed them later on, right? Yeah. Like a lot of they're places designed to fuck. Yeah, a lot of a lot of places is, that breed designer dogs mm-hmm. actually have it in a contract that you have to bring the animal back and yep. have it bred. This is later all on. this is just all so well, no, sick. Paperwork. It is weird. I'm yeah. one to like Steve said he was a bleeding heart for animals. I'm one to say that I'm not. Like I, I enjoy 
the cats. Uh, I, like, we have two cats. I mm-hmm. enjoy the cats. I was really wondering where that sentence was going. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not a bleeding cat for animals. I enjoy. I'll well, no, like, no. I, no I, I enjoy <laughs> the cats. Don't get me wrong. They, they piss me off Like when they get into the garbage well, and all that kind of stuff. Helpful. But all, all stuff that I could have managed are. myself. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I'm just trying to say, like, I'm not a bleeding heart for animals. But, this like, running over a fucking bag of puppies? Like, was he raping a bunny and fucking destroying a rainbow while he was at it? I'm just trying to say, like, it's so it's fucking... There's something like, seriously everything, wrong. Like, it's something seriously wrong with it. And, I mean, and to top it off, it's illegal. Would yeah, anybody just find don't this? question morality I'm, on I'm it. It's fucking illegal. Yeah, it's no. well, I'm going to pull up the race card here. Does anyone think, like, maybe it could be um, not defending it in any way? But, I mean, I know there's a diverse oh, you know, range well, of cultures in Fort McMurray, but, I mean... There's cultural the North differences. The American culture here, like what we are, we value animals more than people. I mean, if yeah. we look to more African and more um, native I... countries, they, cats and dogs are just like rodents. They're, you know, so well, I think that even... Yeah, but when it comes down to it, if you move to this fucking country, you should the fucking... Laws. You should learn yeah. our laws, and you should learn and our laws. What happens if I walk into India and just like, just mm, cow, bang, like, yeah, I'd be fucking... Is, yeah, this is just me like just speculating. I mean, it, was, right? it, it is speculation, but you can also yeah. speculate that, I mean, it's like just some white trash individual yeah. who just don't give a shit, some fucking you know? idiot. doesn't yeah. matter if he's fucking so, I mean, white, black, fucking yeah. male, male female. He's a fucking idiot. Definitely, definitely. But, yeah, like, the SPCA were like... You know, they put their post up about it or whatever. Oh, no, it was um, Fort Mac Today did their article about it. And, and they they're like, the yeah, they're like, um, they're like, oh, well, there's been like these abandoned animals. Guess what? If they fucking find you, find you, they're going to find you for a start and you're going to prison. Like, yeah. fuck you. It's it's like a minimum of <laughs> yeah, 12 months. Yeah. Well, I think. And, and some I people are so it. mad and I can completely agree with it that they're at the point where they're like, if we ever do find you, don't worry, you won't need a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to make it to the fucking courtroom. Yeah. Well, it breaks not, my heart. It, it does. It's, it's, it's sad, right? Like, that someone could be that cruel. And the only oh, thing I was trying to get at is I'm not, not a big animal lover and that still breaks it's my heart. It's not just animal cruelty. I don't think. It's murder. No, it's... Like, well, it's, there's, it's a, there's, like, three different... There's animal cruelty, there's, like, animal slaughter, and then there's mm-hmm. one other one. But if well, if you're found guilty of there's any like of tor- them... Yeah, there's some, like, torture. Yeah. I, I think it's there's a, a... There's a law that is, if you... If there are animals under your care, they have to be fed, sheltered, mm-hmm. and watered yeah. correctly, or you can well, go to prison. Absolutely. Correctly is the key, it's, because wow. our fucking cat won't stop eating, for fuck's sake. I mean, like... <laughs> We have like just demand it too. Like, oh, they do. Our at cats least are you feed them. Yeah, like, I just think they I've have. I've known people who like. I remember I knew this guy once, and like, um, he was dating my friend, and uh, like, never been to his house or anything until like a few months in, and I thought he was an alright character. Got to his house, and he has this beautiful pit bull, like beautiful dog all ribs and bones and I fucking slapped him so hard I told him that he was a piece of shit and told him not to ever talk to my friend again and called the SPCA and he I think he ended up getting a huge fine and I think he might have even gone to prison for like three months or something I can't even like I think about like last winter I was um, walking to work from my bus stop one morning and I work at River City Centre and the the bus drops me off directly across the street and there was this tiny little puppy just running into traffic so of course you know me I throw my coffee I dive in front of the like the, <laughs> the, green, the green light and I'm like ah, snatch up All the puppy and drive head is <laughs> dude. <laughs> what are you doing you crazy I'm like pup dog puppy, I'm yeah. like what the hell but 
Which is which some is so people funny. are so mad. They're like, "What the hell?" I'm like, I guess you could have killed me. I guess so, but you know, I, I got the puppy anyway, and I'm yeah. on my way to work. I don't have a vehicle. I don't drive. I don't know what to do with them. Um, so I'm stuck with an animal. So what I go to work. I, I well, I bring him to work, and I call the SPCA, and they're like, "Okay, well, we can't send anyone down till later in the afternoon." So that was fine. So I got a little piece of ribbon. I tied him to my desk chair. <laughs> got a little bowl of water. Went to shoppers. Got some puppy food. Until they came and got him. I guess the point is, I mean, if um, you are stuck with an animal that you know you, you don't want, I mean, it's not like you're not stuck with them. Yeah, you're not. Well, I mean, you know, don't like, abandon it. Jesus don't leave it. It's like Oz finding that other <laughs> werewolf chicken, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, yeah. He goes all. He does all this stuff. And he's like, I'm morally right because of this, that, and the other thing. But what he didn't do is tell anybody about it and ask for help. And that's yeah. what, you know, yeah. that's what I know that's completely out wrong. of left no, field. But the point remains, if you need help, <laughs> tell somebody about it. I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway. No, I know exactly where I'm going with it. It's just because we watched that episode the other day. Because my boss like, what the hell? What are we going to do with a dog? I had a, like, Photosource mascot. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, like I said, I'm not a bleeding heart. Like, obviously, I'm against animal cruelty, but... Just to have that sense of, like, a lack of value for life. Yeah. But no, like, I'm just going by Stacey's example. Like, I just remember reading an article where a person swerving to avoid hitting a rabbit caused, like, a 74-car <laughs> okay. pilot that killed five people. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I'm all for animals and shit like that, but yeah, like, common I mean, sense overrules gonna, everything. Yeah, if my common sense, I don't know, to hit maybe an my animal. common sense didn't punch in. I just seen this little creature getting smashed. Yeah, like, I would do, I would do the exact same. I, I do understand, it was like, more instinct, I think, getting than it was. That, uh, that, uh, that people yeah, would value human uh, life over animal yeah. life and everything, but honestly, if I was faced in a situation where it had to be, like, it's swerved to yeah. Save this person, like this animal, or like face, yeah. you know, killing this yeah. kind of person. I'd be like, well, what kind of person are they? You know, like I would, I would question it. I'd be like, oh well, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not a knee jerk reaction for me. I gotta weigh the options. Else, I mean, <laughs> well, he's driving a fucking Lexus. Like, I was hoping like, nobody would like, like hit the gas. He's got money, go so the family would be well off. We should, we should tell him. He's probably got insurance. <laughs> My mum. We'll see if you can walk away from this one. <laughs> my mum would cry every time that like Mo would bring home like a little creature that it Aww. that he killed, and mum so would proud. be like, "Why?" And Mo's like, "I shows you, so you know I kill you later." <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I've always had a thing for cats. It's just like, yeah. uh, and I mostly got like the whole when Ben talked me into getting these. Well, he. Well, I think you wanted one cat. No, no, no. This is how it goes. Me and Ben are like two weeks into dating. I love cats. I love animals. And I was talking to one day, you know, wanting cats. And Ben, you know, who's courting me at the time. You want cats? I'll get you a cat. You know what? I'll get you two cats. And then it didn't really. It kind of I was about to make a very there. crude joke along the lines of wanted pussy. So he's going to get two cats. Well, you know, he no got well, so. I must say, that, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just remember having cats growing up, and I must say, those two cats have taken a bit of a shining to, uh, those to cats, Kingston. They I've always had, in Kingston's I've bed. I've had cats um, all growing up. I've, I love Me animals. Too. I've always, I've always had pets, but I've always had them oh, yeah, as kittens. Up. But these are the first cats that I've had as, as rescue cats, Kittens and you know what? The these are the most like grateful creatures. No, they don't ever that I've ever had. Like, 
Cats are uh, clearly cats on the disciplinary of the house. Then cats have so much personality. Normally, like they'll shun you. I won't deny that. Cats that are bought up from kittens have a sense of entitlement. And these cats in your don't. Like, you can mm-hmm. tell these cats are grateful. Like they're okay, gluttonous, but they're crazy. They're fucking gluttonous. It's like I'll be on the couch, and you know, after like yelling at them to stop clawing, shut up. They'll still come, and you know, they'll snuggle me and sort of. Like and they, don't, they, and they like slip close to like your face too. I find like yeah. they're very like I could manhandle these cats and they're like oh the loves in the world yeah. It's I just think funny. it's because they're like you know what her smothering me with love is a lot better than being in a cage and I yeah. think they know that I well, think they know it. Yeah, so I always know my dad's stories because like I'm putting up the windows like my dad's told the story too and I was like I don't know why he finds the story, the story so funny or whatever right, but literally the same thing happened where I'm putting the plastic up on the windows to prevent the windows from freezing up. And quite literally, like I'll put it up, and two seconds later, the cat jumps up and it's just like, <laughs> and just rips a hole in it. And I'm like, God, I hate these fucking cats. <laughs> but no, like I'm, not, I'm like to think as much as I get pissed off at them, I do wish they would come cuddle me at night. <laughs> yeah, just don't you get just, off the fucking counter. Is all I ask. Honestly, man, any time that Once you again, don't my fault want them to come cuddle you out. is when they do. Like the minute that I'm like. My brain's like, oh, you should probably go to the store and get some milk after lying on the couch uh-huh. all day. Baron's like, hello, on my chest. I'm <laughs> like, true. what are you doing here? Oh, it's like 10 minutes before work. Gizmo will come prod into the bedroom all purring. All, they, they do this thing where they want food. Yeah. No, no, no. He'll like oh, meet on my later. shoulder. Yeah. I have, He'll snuggle up and put his face under my chin and just keep purring. And he's warm. It's mm-hmm. cold downstairs in the morning. I'm like, okay, sick day. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh those, oh, those animals. Stacey, so anyway, Stacey's like, really basically what we're trying to say system. is don't right. fucking run yeah. over a bed full of puppies. <laughs> Just, yeah, the SPCA sure. will accept. Yeah. There are no kill shelter, and I mean, as much stress as it is, they'd rather see the animals cared for. Not than is that, Speaking of no kill shelter, it's good to see some cooperation between regional SPA shelters, because they were getting pretty full at one point there. There's and a the, lot of trading to, going, like a they lot. They had to of, ship some some animals, I think, to Grand Prairie, to Edmonton. They shipped some to yeah. Edmonton, for yeah, because yeah. they had to run out of space, right? So, I yeah. mean, this is a community like where I, you know, people don't stay here. People people come and go, and we see like a lot of different faces all the time. And people can't travel with animals, and even um, like scouring like the Kijiji pages just for like pet accessories, I yeah. find like a lot, so a animals. lot of mm-hmm. animals looking They're for like, homes. And the reasoning is always like, oh, going out of town, leaving but, um, last. Yeah, also, like kids ha- just had a new baby, like that's and then my, in booming town, yeah. there's a lot of new children. My, and my when you have a new baby, sometimes out. there's not room for that pit yeah. bull that you got when you came up here five years ago instead of working on site. And it's there's true, not room for that but anymore. At the same time, like the one of the biggest problems is um, the SPCA's slogan mm-hmm. that they're using at the moment is "Adopt, Don't Shop." Exactly. So many people go and they buy new dogs. animals, and I f- and I feel guilty for mm-hmm. it because I didn't understand the SPCA dynamics when I first moved up here. And Mo was a store bought kitten. We bought him from. Um, I give my parents store. credit. We've had plenty of cats as far mm-hmm. as I can remember, and they've always been SPCA. Yeah, but well, what I always. actually learned is the pet store in town. Um, Grasslands doesn't have an SPCA type facility or anything, so they actually um, got the kittens from a farmer in Grasslands who was having a problem with having so many kittens, and he's oh. like, "I don't want to kill them," mm-hmm. and they're like, "We'll put them in our shop and we'll sell them," and they mm-hmm. did. So, is that the is one great. in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one in town. Yeah, that's no, where I got it. Big fucking tabby cat that stays in there all the time, and it's funny because they have like a fish pond. 
Yeah. And always mm-hmm. the cat is just chilling on the fish pond staring. staring. I'm like, yeah. this is, I want to see this cat fucking <laughs> kill. Man. This, will be, this will be grand, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it does, mm-hmm. though. No, no, I it just sits there stairs. Like yeah. the guy in an yeah. action scene is just like standing still in the corner the whole time and you're watching him like, wait, he's going to fuck go. something up. No, actually, before... And then, like, cuts to the next scene, you're like, what is he doing there? Before the SPCA moved into their uh, new location there, uh, they used to be at the it's landfill. Yeah. yeah. And when they were there, actually, uh, when uh, my family got our, our... We got a basset hound named Mr. Baggins. And, um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he was rescued, though, and the story behind it was re- it's really heartbreaking. It's kind of similar. I mean, he was... It was a family that had gotten an animal and, like, showed it uh, shelter, love, food, compassion, all that stuff for years and years and years. Got to the point where they had to skip town, leave for whatever reason. Maybe ends weren't being met. I, I can't really speak to it. But none of many. They literally just left this basset hound, Mr. Baggins, who I mean, we don't know his original name, but uh, they just left him in the backyard. Oh. And the neighbors got to the point where they're like, well, maybe they're just on vacation. Maybe it's family emergency. Maybe it's anything. So they'd started feeding the dog. For, and it was he lived in this backyard for about two weeks until so some... by the house? What, well, what, no, the, I mean, what the fuck? I don't know what the full story was, but I mean, it took a while before them, because they, they, I guess they were giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were coming back, and it was, you know, just a situation that was... Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, they had to pack about, up so quick. Just people you hear about cats like found dead in houses, and new houses and stuff. People, people they need to realize that really? you know, them or cats. Wow. They're not toys. They're not toys. They're living creatures and, and for people to say that animals don't have personalities they and like do. they don't have they don't have souls and like all like they all that stuff, you can tell that this dog had the worst separation anxiety because of what happened to him. Yeah. Like it was traumatic. They're intelligent. Experience. They're intelligent animals. And anytime, are, like, anytime there was boxes around, it was the most stressed out dog you've ever seen in your life because he knew that we were leaving him behind again. Well, that was that's the same thing that's actually said, with yeah. um, Smokey, like Cass's dog. She, when she was, she never barked because when she was little, she was like beaten to a pulp. And I remember like Derek, Cass's dad, telling me the story about when they got her, they got her from an SPCA and they saw her and they fell in love with her immediately. And the guy's like, look, she's got behavioral issues like you would have never believe. They're like, we had trouble getting her in the door because... Like she, she was like missing patches of fur. She was so skinny, and I guess Derek tried to get her into the house, and she wouldn't go in. She actually ended up like crapping herself on the front porch while he was trying to get her into the house because she was just so scared. Wow. And they figured that they must have beat her anytime she tried to come inside, like even during the winter and stuff. Jeez. Yeah. So like she was malnourished and everything, but like there's people who say that. Animals with behavioral issues can't be trained. Like that's no, the biggest crock no. of shit I've ever heard. If you give she, an animal love, she was she was the most beautiful, mm-hmm. like most awesome dog ever. Mm-hmm. Mr. Baggins was a great dog. Um, the reason that we picked Mr. Baggins was because literally, as soon as you walked into like the dog shelter area with the crates, every single dog was excited, jumping around, freaking out, nervous, uh, you know, making noise, Dogs, barking, yeah, barking, barking, yeah. and this dog had given up on life. Yeah. <laughs> is in the back the of the cage, sad eyes, not a sound, and tail a, not moving. And he's a bloodhound? Yeah, no, oh, basset, basset hound. Basset hound, so he's got Very those similar. big pup Already eyes. sad eyes, sad yeah. So oh. it was just, it was a matter of just like, this uh, animal needs a new lease on life. Yeah. 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 And it, yeah. like, when I hear about people who abandon animals, it kills me because I know like a lot of people on Twitter and stuff know that Mo went missing yeah, right? yeah. like 
what, like almost a year? Oh, like the end of for a while. That's very yeah. weird for cats I had just to up and for, well, well, clearly something. Thinky. Clearly something happened. Yeah, we you wouldn't have just up and gone. Must have, something something must have got him. But we wondered if it was because I moved out. But he loved mum and dad just as yeah. much as he loved me. Right. So like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best like, cat we ever had was when we called the we like went for a spurt there. We <laughs> named our cats after holidays, <laughs> like we had uh, we had Frosty at Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, Phantom at Halloween, and what do you think we named uh, when we got a Remembrance Day? Poppy, Poppy. Oh yeah, Poppy. best cat yeah. we ever had, man. This thing was absolutely incredible. So uh, we, I'm like soldier. Vimy Ridge. <laughs> So we moved from Edmonton up to here. So this is Flanders. going back when I was like, ooh, Mr. Flanders. <laughs> so we, we brought the cat up and we moved from Edmonton to here. And we lived, uh, when we first moved up here, we lived in a house next to a Greenbelt. And compared to the, the house we were in in, Mor- in Edmonton, or just at Mournville, just at Edmonton, the, that cat had free range. It was just yeah. a subdivision, right? So um, I just picture this, that he had the same free range, and we figure a, a fox or a coyote got him. Because mm-hmm. he went missing for a couple of days. Yeah. Until one morning he showed up at our doorstep and his back was all broke and everything yeah. like that right so I just pigeon like, crawled back right and, for, no. for me I think if Mo had to come back like that I don't know what I would have done like my after, my after visual like I've, okay. I remember it very distinctly so I had to have been 11 or 12 mm-hmm. I think I would have been better off if uh yeah, he didn't come back. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, mm. I had a just always that hope that you know what yeah, I mean. Maybe, I know, like, maybe what if. someone he got he, he got into something the animal yeah. shelter got him and now he's with someone we else. We had yeah, to, like, right? my 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 folks are talking about getting a new cat now because like we've just always had cats. Like when I was a kid, I found a cat who had like obviously fallen from the top of this tree and was stuck in between like this v, these V branches. He was just like. Like for ages, and now he like he ended up. He's actually stuck in a tree. Like, he was stuck in a tree. Fire? Yeah. So you called the fire home? No, I got him out. Oh. Like I climbed up and got him. I was like eleven or something, so I bought him home. Oh, like went to every house, like in like a kilometer radius. I swear to God, holding this cat, I'm like, is this your cat? And they're like, no. <laughs> so took it home, and my and dad were like, yeah, we can keep it. My brother was deathly allergic. Gave it to my uncle. And like I guess like a wild boar or something like got what? his yeah got his leg so then he became Jesus, like this three legged no like it will and um, he lived on a farm with now my uncle crazy. right I was gonna say so like, like, we like, deal with coyotes and foxes yeah. outside and, was, and oh I'm yeah excited. like a wild I almost said Australia <laughs> back in New Zealand you, know, you gotta watch out for those fucking boars yeah no and I guess like it like ripped all the tendons Tusks in his leg so then he was constantly like, singing and couldn't have out the door three legged cat like he was. He was a, um, a, a wildebeest, wasn't he? We had a dog that we had to put down once. Oh. <laughs> I think it was, um, I was really young too. It was uh, this boys. black half lab named Toby. And um, like during the summertime, like we'd have late. him in, the, in our front yard and we'd have him on like a chain in the trees. So he could, you know, run around the sun. Yeah. And this little boy who was like, had a reputation for being a fucking little shithead, um, started coming into the yard and kicking him one day because he was a little fucking sadistic shithead. And anyway, the dog bit him. a serial killer now? The Probably dog getting bit beaten him by to his defend parents. himself. Defense, and yeah. of course, his parents are kind of like the rich Newfies. You know, his dad used to come up here. So they have a huge sense of entitlement because we all know what four big Newfies are like. And anyhow, <laughs> um, we had to... Um, wow. They got, got to a big thing. It got to a big thing about... Because um, he was beating the dog. The dog beat, bit him to defend <laughs> himself. Um, we had to put the dog down. Um, and I didn't know oh, it at the time. Uh, my grandparents 
parents told me that, oh, he ran away before the cops could come and get him. And Vacation. we lived beside the forest. Like, yeah, he went up over the hill. I swear I was like 16 before I figured out that we put him down, that I found out the whole story. I used Aww. to go up there with my cousin Tyson. Like, and cold to him? Oh. Always. Always. And then, like, I think I think when we were talking about it one day, I'm like, ma'am, like, you ever think Toby's going to come back? And he's like, Stacy, really? Parents? And then they told me the story. Parents, you have to teach your kids about the concept of mortality when it comes yeah. to animals. No, this, <laughs> Seriously, a that's lot the worst lie in the fish now, and it's just like. Well, a lot of kids don't get it, and it's like Ashley said, like a lot of um, kids who there, beat animals. Will there are to ways to explain it, serial killers, but I think kids. a lot of children who maybe just are neglected and whatnot, or I don't know what goes through their heads. They're not psychologists, but you know, understanding pain and like death, if is not explained to you, like. I think they they it starts with them trying to find it out on their own, you know. Especially yeah. if they come from oh, if they no, come I, from I, abused I, I or see bad where you're households. From. Yeah, I like totally putting do. something under. But, but then I've heard a story about like a kid and um, my a friend of mine has this dog, and he's an angry little dog. He mm-hmm. bit me once. It sucked. Anyway, um, I guess this kid like would always ask its parents. Uh, his parents were pets and then the pets would end up dead within like a week and they could never figure out what happened until one day they found him with the dog he had the dog on the leash like my friend's dog and had the leash up through like a door handle Mm -hmm. and was like hanging the dog and then they realized like that all these animals that they've had have died within a week because he was torturing them and killing them. Jeez. It's yeah. a common, he was really five. common thing, though. He was five. It's a just Google. It's a really common thing for k- children to it's, abuse and torture, not just kill, but torture animals. It's, it's like, yeah, but it's like square and a rectangle kind of thing, like. Because a, a kid is like abusing, killing, torturing an animal, could mean that you know this sort of sociopathic behavior or like psychopathic behavior, but it's it's like not necessarily the other way around, right? It's something it's like, our parents really. It's, need it's to. a dangerous. I don't know, it's, like, a, it's a red flag. A, I've no, had Kingston like, like Kingston was going a little bit too nuts with the with the red laser, and I said. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying it on the cats. I'm like, don't put the red red laser in the kitty's eyes. It can hurt their eyes, right? I don't know. Like I, I remember. But you remember back in the. Like, I was going to tell a story there that I don't think I want to air. Like I remember choking cats when I was a younger a younger kid. And yeah, like, and my mom flipped mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you were. It was you don't do that, right? Yeah, when my brothers well, you were don't know small, any better, right? Yeah, when my brothers were small, they'd hold on to the cat too tight, like because they mm-hmm. like they don't understand the concept. Like people mm-hmm. are big and strong, so they understood. But I'm like, just saying, like that that is or, different than like having a cat strung up and fucking like Michael Myers happens, dissecting style. It happens yeah. a lot. It's really I don't common. It really have there, to teach. I, there's an actual diagnosis for this. I yeah, think. and like you really have to teach answers, being able to tell. Mom, when animals like parents pain. asking mm-hmm. like what do I do my kid like killed his mouse it happens all yeah, the time mom like I recall a story when I was growing about up about one of the neighborhood boys putting his hamster in the dryer and, and, and I, maybe I posting could, a picture on Twitter much or on Instagram <laughs> or what well no it was just his, his parents found it I mean you, you put the mm-hmm. hamster in the dryer you walk away mom goes to do the laundry there's a dead hamster in the dryer yeah and then but you sit down and you talk to him about it that, that, that's what I like I 
my talking to Kingston maybe barking, but uh, but I, I mean, know. if your kid has these tendencies, like at a young age, say I don't know, maybe the kid was like four years old. I'm pretty sure he was a really young boy who did it. Probably thought, oh, I'm going to give Fluffy like a little ride; it'll be fun. Not thinking it gets hot or anything well, like I that. Well, I mean, right? like the dryer looks like their running wheel, essentially, yeah. right? Exactly. Like, like, like I said, that is different wheel, like, than like, dissecting and like bloody mom, a cat, like or, your mom walking in, like you choking a cat. Like you probably thought, oh, I don't know what I'm like, doing. Right? You're too young to know any better. But the parent needs to intervene if the parent does, and it's like. Oh, look like, at Brody playing with the dog a little roughly. Yeah, yeah. Then it's gonna keep escalating. Well, no, that's yeah. why like, I, kinda, I got power. I, I that's why I kind of. That's why I kind of like it when Thor fights. Like he. What? He, he, no, <laughs> Thor. Like Kingston will be petting yeah. Thor or whatever. And I'm sure he's playing with him a little bit too yeah, rough. So yeah. Kingston will take his, or Thor will take a swipe at him. With that said, if fucking Thor, take, it takes out yeah. Kingston's eye. Like well, let's, yeah, yeah let's just say. But I mean, like. I don't know what I would do. It's it's the difference in like a kid finding like in self like self discovery sort of through abusing an animal, which I th- I think is what what they do. I mean, you're like four well, four three years old. People, you're like, I'm people taking make mistakes, life. but it's whether but there's remorse or not. They need to be taken off that course by their parents. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this little kid, um, the one who hurt my dog, like he's grown up to be a fucking shit. I taught Sunday school for three years, believe it or not. I taught Sunday school and um, he was in my class and he was actually, and this is how bad you have to be to be kicked out of Sunday school because mm-hmm. um, when he was about five years old, I believe, that was my age group, he brought a pocket knife, his dad's pocket knife to school and held it to another little boy's throat. Yes. And went off about killing him um, on another instance because that was the last Jesus. one that got him kicked that's, out. That's but a the learned one, fucking behavior. The yeah. one previously, and this kid's about five years old, um, in yeah. our town, one of the women in our town uh, killed herself. Um, she was an alcoholic and she hung herself. Yeah. Uh, she went into the forest and she did it. And um, he, um, you know, like the following week later, because of course, I'm guessing the parents are talking about it. Yeah. In small communities, these things spread. Yeah. Of and uh, he hid uh, under one of the tables and was like, oh, look at me. I'm so and so. I'm going to kill myself now. And he started like acting out that he was strangling himself and dying. Yeah. But like, good. Just seeing like something so morbid in a child. Yeah, yeah, like and knowing his well, parents and like I mm-hmm. tell yeah, he was neglected at home. I've been a fi- like I've been a hugely uh, ad- what was it advocator? Yeah, yeah. Of you need to talk down. You need to talk down. You need to talk okay. down to your kids. You got to show them who's to boss. You have to exactly. Bag of apples. Sure. Don't leave a bruise, and they yeah. tell you what to. <laughs> but no, you gotta talk to oranges. You. Oranges, <laughs> that's what. Yeah. But no, <laughs> but no, you do have to communicate. But I'm just like yeah. animal cruelty. It starts really young, and you it know what? These kids yeah, are gonna grow up. Anything starts young. No, you get, you gotta you, teach your kids taught, everything. If you're yeah. not taught, then you're gonna grow up to run over a bag of puppies. That's no. what's gonna happen. You're gonna. <laughs> no, 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 I see what you're, you're saying, but it's all behavior needs to get taught. Well, there's so many kids who don't have a value for anything. I'm just saying, if you want to do something about it, go home right now. If you're listening and you have kids, talk to your kids about the value of animal life and you're teaching them that this is wrong. I was gonna say, and while you're at it, you know, maybe don't steal or treat people with respect. Well, one of the coolest quotes that I ever saw, I think it was the Dalai Lama. Actually, he was talking to someone about human life because I guess the guy who was there um, was getting bitten by a mosquito while he was talking to like mm-hmm. the Dalai Lama and killed it and then the Dalai Lama pulled him aside and he's like I find every life so valuable that when a mosquito is biting me I will push the skin around it so that it'll fly away before That's I kill it. That's a little extreme which for is, me. Which is, which is super extreme yeah. but like I mean if a mosquito is biting me I'm going to kill it because it's a parasite. Right, like, but See, I mean, look, he be freaking out. No, Stacy just picked up Thor. 
No, he's like, I love you. Yeah, but if I did that, he'd just be like, oh. I don't even feed you. Ben does. <laughs> he is the bringer of sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, the Dalai Lama thing, like, that's a bit much. No, like, that's that's yeah. really but extreme. I know, I know but I know But I mean, like. If you get, if yeah, your beliefs are I mean, if there's, if there's a spider in the house, I'm dropping a book on it. But, <laughs> <laughs> All those or memes I'm, of the I'm house telling, burning down. Or I'm telling Steve to drop a book on it because right. I'm too busy screaming upstairs. But but no, I, do, I, do, I of course it's an extreme example, but it's I mean the value for life, right? A value yeah. for all life. I mean, there's some flora, people, fauna. I just I, I don't mean, think a lot the, of people are extreme on money. And I don't think people the, teach it anymore. Like overvalue really? and like the when, undervalue, right? So like when would come a time that you'd sit your kid down and teach him the value of life I, don't, I think people overlook that I think parents are like oh yeah he'll pick up on it at school or well TV no 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 I, I, I think I a- think it comes speaking from a parent it, oh it, no it, the dad card it I'm, comes, I'm gonna go have a kid no it comes <laughs> naturally it comes naturally <laughs> like when you're sitting there like when Casey yeah. got first introduced yeah. to cats he's kind of looking at them I'm like this is mm-hmm. what you do you pet the kitty yeah and the kitty starts nice. purring yeah. if the kitty starts swatting at you mm-hmm. don't touch the kitty yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the, the, but I mean, you wouldn't like. But what did I just do? There? You wouldn't. Dip, I yeah, teach but you him. wouldn't like. If say, for instance, if you were a different parent, if you're not like the awesome dad, like you are, like well, Kingston's far from an awesome dad. I'm if very like say, far for instance, Kingston's playing, I'm like, oh, look, I got you a cat, and you know, you dump the cat in, and you go about, like, he'll keep you company, and go about like cooking or whatever the hell else you're doing, which is a lot of the case. Like, oh yeah, him and him will be friends. Like thinking well, that's it, right? Well, ever since I was a like very small child, we've had uh, all kinds of animals in my house, and most of them rescued from the SPCA or or from somebody that was a friend of the family who was moving or what have you. And we, so, so we sort of take the animals on. Yeah. But uh, I, we in my family, it literally, like it was never like a taboo thing. Like, oh, you're mm-hmm. in trouble if you say it. But it was just like customary that we didn't call them pets. Yeah. Literally, the name for the them family. was animal companions because yeah. because of the value of. Like the, it's gonna sound super tree huggy and like super cheesy, but like the value of befriending an animal, it's like yeah. making a companion of them, is where you get the return. Like he's just oh, yeah. Thor. Thor is totally like, yeah, man. <laughs> Thor is sitting on a Preach, chair, right beside a podcast, yeah, like, like, like yeah. pulling up, man. like, see, I like what you he's saying. Up. But yeah. it's true. Like they're not, they're not pets. They're not like, yeah, there are they're working family. animals. You got horses. You got working dogs and stuff like that that help you with your. There's you. So you work with dogs in your career. Like there are animals that have jobs blah blah blah, oh, blah good time yeah but I mean look at some of these ones even that help with, the blind man they're yeah. incredible these even with even with now. service dogs what? and yeah New Zealand yeah. Dogs they, that drive. They, yeah. they can't drive on the road, but the they've East, learned how to operate a, a they, vehicle they can, they've taught, based on commands. So we're saying how I need to get now. my license. So, so there's... The East, Thor is not driving the truck. <laughs> no. They don't make and, the decisions, but they listen to the commands. They listen and, to and commands effectively. to drive. Someone has to be able to see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so oh these dogs, um, they're SPCA dogs that haven't been um, adopted in like a couple of years or whatever. So um, they because they were having problems. They're having they problems, problems with right? overpopulation, and these dogs like have behavioural problems. So the SPCA took them and have put them in this learning program and taught them how to drive. And they're like, "You tell me that you can't retrain a dog." Yeah. Like we trained it to drive a car. We t- we taught these dogs to drive, and now they like know how to turn the wheels and stuff. Cool. And now, is there ever is there ever an uh, uh, I guess not an exception, but I guess. You're talking about putting value on a life. Now, I've seen people, like, their cats have... And to each their own, obviously. But, like, their cats have developed diabetes. I see people yeah. dumping, like, five grand a month 
no into these things and i'm just like guys like if, if you have the means my my brother has a cat that has diabetes and i've literally given the insulin shots and i think it's valuable if you can do it yeah but i mean if you've got it's an animal quality that's of suffering life. because yeah. it's kidneys that's are just like it. going because then you gotta make happened. the you gotta make the choice you, for don't, the animal you, don't it. you gotta make your own call. but you if don't you abandon it but you bring it to a vet well no if you have the means never abandon yeah if not then be humane but then again i've also seen people take Bereavement days for deaths of like dogs and stuff. Yeah, uh, like I'm not if trying to say it, like I just want to try to say it. I'm not an animal hater. It's just I'm look, just- look at this situation though. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, take for instance. I, I know I know some people who uh, who I mean everybody does of course, but like I know some people who deal really like directly with he's right into you yeah he loves me right now he's digging it um but who deal with depression and things like that and deal with uh antisocial tendencies and and i've literally heard from people say that like their lifeline their reason for not ending their own life is because they wake up in the morning and they've got something that loves them cares for them relies on them and i'm all for it i'm I'm all for it and that animal passes on that's devastating. That's devastating. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I guess it's it's and like to each their own. Like I said, animals? it's just I, I can't grasp the concept because that was ne- it would never be in my mind. I think I think Kess took a day off when he had to put Smokey down because really? yeah, Smokey's kidneys failed and yeah. then her well her liver started going and then her kidneys failed. So he took the day off, went in the morning and then got really trashed. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny I say that, but like I've I've had like family human death and I haven't even taken time off work. You know, like, well. It's, yeah, like yeah. I've always been very fortunate. Knock on wood, in my in, in my family, where I've never had a close relative pass away. Right, mm-hmm. so I, it's kind of hard to throw into a comparison. Yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, and like I said, I don't want to come that. off as an animal hater. I'm far from it. Like I, I, like I said, I love my pets. It's just I don't think Thor likes me. Look at this. I've always, this I've look? always, like I said, I've always just what do you call it? Valued? Do you call it devaluing? Like, like. To me, like that accident on like in, on the four hundred one in, in Ontario, where the person like swerved to avoid a rabbit, mm. ended up causing like a seventy five accident, accident that killed five people. That, that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once like, again, it's just my state of mind, right? Yeah. I know some people that would probably get uh, commit or not commit suicide, but like take their own life to save save an animal. Well, like I have like my uncle. Um, I remember once we were driving out of town and he uh, hit a rabbit. And he's a big animal lover, like I am. I mean, he didn't like. Swerve. It was an accident, right? Like, he didn't see it, but like he didn't like splatter him. But we stopped and we buried him. Was it we you didn't who just was leave him? We buried him. Hitting an animal. Yeah, no, I hit a fox once. Killed a fox on the highway, and uh, totally like it sucked. <laughs> like I mean, I was totally crushed by it, and uh, it stopped so that I could uh, make sure that I could like pull it. Like, it was it was some weird like sense of trying to help after the fact in some sort of way. Like I stopped at the next point that I could I walked back and I pulled it off of the highway just to make sure that it wouldn't get like crushed by another vehicle again knowing full well that some scavenger animals were going to come and have a meal anyway circle of life (laughs) but uh, still like I just you know it was a moment of like well that sucked and like you know I, I, like I said, I am a bleeding heart, so I had the whole moment of like, why do we even need transportation anyway, man? Like, these highways are killing, you know. And then you know, came back from the edge a bit, but still, it's just not a good time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've fuck, uh, so I don't know if I should want to air this, but I've hit a po- I've ran over a poodle before. <gasps> oh man, I'm sorry. Well, no, it just it, it, what <laughs> things happen. I'm sorry that you ran over. A no, I, I just I was turning. It was it was 
traffic. It was rush hour, and it was dark. It was I think it was like fucking January. It does just happen. And all I seen was I know it's a poodle. I'm sure I'm going to get Steve crying here, but no, God. I just seen the white little dog, and it just seemed so happy. It's like, and I fucking I, if I would have stopped, there's nothing you can do. If I would have stopped, man, there's going to be fucking accidents behind me. Like just go go. I, yeah, I, I remember. I remember the first animal I hit. It was like a sparrow or something. And honestly, I was like driving, and I saw it coming. And then it was just like poof, like feathers over the hood of the car. And I was like, Oh god, like, just, crying. I, but, I, I honestly like. But then there comes the point where animal owners have to fucking ruin the animals. I was going to say, why a poodle was running around at fucking 7 o'clock at night in the middle of the darkness. That's just it. But then again, they could have got out. It could have been a million different Well, you got to draw a huge difference between somebody who ran over a bag of puppies and somebody whose dog got out and got hit by a car. Secure your animals. Things happen to animals. Things happen to people. Death is part of life. You can't have life without death. Whatever. But don't kill don't shit. Don't be malicious. Yeah, no, I, that, good point. That's the key is don't fucking do it on purpose. Like, what's. Nope. Shout, I'm going to have some people argue. It's like, you aim for that poodle. <laughs> you no, I aimed for the fucking man. poodle. Literally. That's I'm, right. I like cats, man. Literally, he just ran right out and fucking. I owned. I was supposed to be on that sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been me. <laughs> You want to order some food? Yeah, I like cheeseburgers. Oh, man, that's so funny. (laughs) Let's eat some animals, guys. I got got a legitimate hankering to bite into a cow right now, guys. Are we going to call this one? We're at like two hours. Yeah, I can't believe we went on this long. We were going to talk medevac. We should uh, should do that next podcast. Yeah, Yeah, I have the incredible urge to feel, don't eat meat, eat pussy. We'll have to go when uh, we're not working all long. I'd wear that shirt. The what? Most important meal of the day. Yeah. No vegan diet, no vegan powers. <laughs> yes. Milk and eggs, <laughs> Do bitch. vegans give oral sex? He's like, you shouldn't. Chicken's not vegan? Like, yeah. <laughs> you ate chicken parmesan. He's like, chicken's hair fucking go yeah. 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 I'm just Fearful picturing stuff. those awkward situations like with two very small, powers. pale, twitchy, anemic, so fifth-level vegans who are getting intimate with each other. And they're like, you know, the total hippies with the dreadlocks and the hemp clothes. And they're yeah, really twitchy and anemic and looking at each other and going, wait. Does it count in like the sixty nine position? So sad. Yeah. So sad. Uh, that would be an animal byproduct. <laughs> don't you swallow? It's <laughs> oh. okay. I spit. I don't know, man. Oh, you need. My eyes. You need some sick. fucking animal protein to survive. Well, no, obviously you don't, because it's good for your fur coat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Getting weird now, but all right, let's call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. Shit. Yeah, we need to watch Walking Dead. Are we gonna watch it? Or you guys? Uh, oh yeah, well, of course we are. All right, yeah. fuck. I, work I don't have a job. Yeah, I do. I just uh, I'll be up in like three hours. Okay, I don't sleep. So for whatever fucking show this ends up being, I have no idea what it will be or when. Uh, for podcast, I'm Toski. I'm Stacy. D- eat meat and don't kill puppies. Ashcake squiggle. Steve. Well. Purr. Don't kill puppies. We'll see you next. Well, not set. We'll see you next pet. We'll see you. We'll see you next litter. Oh, ha, ha. Um. All right. So, welcome to another edition of Cinephiles. Um. Fuck. Welcome to another edition of Cinephiles. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Stacy. I'm drunk. I'll pull something out of that together. (laughs) 
Because let's talk about. I've got a topic to talk about. Television what? in Fort McMurray. Basic cable back in the day. Like what? Like channels two to thirteen. I remember ITV, RDTV. Channel eight was yeah. uh, was ITV, RDTV. I think they were the same station actually. Were they? Because I think ITV became RDTV, but we never got RDTV. Then R- we got um, so that was Red Deer, Red Deer. Television. Yeah, but we had ITV. But didn't ITV uh, turn into global? <clears throat> Is that what happened? Yeah, they Global had Mike. Mike, uh, what is it? Mike Zapsick or Mike Sobel? Yeah. Uh, yeah, who hosted the Disney Afternoon? Yeah, yeah. He's still there, actually. He's the weather guy now. Is he the weather guy? Yeah, I right. thought he was always the weather guy, and he just well, did that on the weekends, the- where it's like, it's like, hey man, I need some extra cash. <laughs> it's like you can come <laughs> in Sundays and host like the cartoon block. Well, do you remember the old guy that did the weather? I forget his name, uh, but he was just. I just remember. Do I, I look like a guy that watched the weather. <laughs> I was fucking twelve years old, and I would watch the news while I would watch my the news with my parents, um, and it was like that's the weather for this evening. And hit a cane. Good evening. <coughs> and then it went into the money segment, and it was doom, 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 doom. Oh, they stole that riff? Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Because that's where I knew that theme from. And then I, I remember heard it on that, the radio uh, one day. I'm like, yeah. it's the ITV News stock theme. What are you doing? Get out. <laughs> I'm a 12-year-old Get kid. Yeah, so what was it? Uh, Channel 2 was CBS. Then there was CTV. Channel 5 was always CBC. No, CTV. Then there was ABC. Uh, then there was uh, CBC. Channel 6 was often NBC. Channel 7 was public access. ITV PBS, yeah. followed by like the Weather Channel or like the News Network or something. Mm-hmm. Channel 10 was uh, Shaw, Shaw Cable. Channel 11 show. was the French Network. Channel 12, I believe, was... Um, so was Shaw, was Shaw always like your local TV? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always been the Channel 12 was... The local... I want to say it was uh, public access, but, uh, but I think that was Channel 13. And I think Channel 12 was like one of those weird... Channel 13 was PBS, so was Channel... No, 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 no. PBS was Channel 7. Right. Channel 13 was like public access, but it was a different... It was, like, it was a Canadian ch- public yeah. access. That It, it was kind of cool. Every Friday, Hill. they would show a movie from the Athabasca University, and like the film studies professor would, like during the commercial breaks, talk about like factoids. Hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. But That's they, neat. Yeah, I'm trying to... What was Channel 12? That kind of drives me a little... But yeah, this was like Fort McMurray back in the 80s. What they... Because I never got cable TV until like later on. Although it was a big deal at, uh, every uh, every year in February because there was a week where you would get all the premium channels for free. And it was like... They, back then, I think it was like channels like 22 to 28. And 28 was Super Channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, well. We had CBC and we had NTV. NTV's TV. been a staple for Newfoundland. Well, the fucking Defaulkner yeah. brought it up here, and it's still a. a oh, he here. brought it. Yeah, man, it's terrible. Like you watch NTV oh, he news, brought it. and it's like today on the news, a deer across the street. <laughs> it's like seriously, that's not even like exaggerated. Like, seriously, today a deer I, I found it to be a little bit when, when I started seeing. I started it watching by the Target store. <laughs> <laughs> I found it a little bit racist because um, there was this oh. when it racist. first yeah when it first started showing it was talking about like a referendum for, like, aboriginals, but they were, like, they kept saying Indian, like, uh, like instead oh, of... Oh, as like, in Indian, as in... Like, just, he's like, the, the, yeah, the Indians were, is, and, and then not only that, but there's, like, he's, like, and here they are, and it's, like, and so they're putting it to a vote, and, like, it was probably the worst chosen footage. It was, like, they, they would show intentionally the worst people they could find out of the crowd, <laughs> out of the, like, aboriginal crowd, like, like, the not very attractive and like possibly drunk people that were in the crowd, which to be fair, there's white people that do like show up and vote drunk too. But yeah, it was just kind of fucked up. Shot the rah rah last night. 
It's you're not allowed to serve alcohol at that event. What? Why? Uh, the re- regional Aboriginal Awards. Oh right, right, right. right. What was yeah. the what was the, the tribe in uh, apocalypse? Not apocalypse now. Those are Filipinos. No, what's the one that um, the Mel Gibson did? It's uh, Apocalypto. Apocalypto. Yeah. What were they called? Uh, it they wasn't never. The Mayans, they they never named them, but. Um, Technically, you could say that it was the Aztecs that were the Mexican, mm. right? But Aztecs, then that was the name. The of Aztecs people. would have been, yeah. But then, if you go uh, like to the southern ones, the southern mode, like you know how they were pillaging from yeah. other tribes. That's technically from like where my people were originally from. Really? So, yeah, yeah, they were. The, they would have been the native people of like the Central American areas. Hmm. In fact, that's actually where my country got its name, El Salvador. Because it was seen by Columbus's people, and they called it the Savior because they saw land. Oh, really? Yeah. Is, At least that's that, how it goes. Is that were like the first spot he ever saw, or what? Uh, yeah. The first piece of land, apparently. Yeah. See, we got. I don't know. Canada's. I'm sure it does. I just don't Canada. know. Canada. Remember those commercials? The Canada. <laughs> yeah, like the Canada. The, he says it means village. Shut up. <laughs> Oh man, we should totally do those like little like uh, twists on Canadian. Because like I mean, well, because I mean, we uh, I honestly want us to do the pirate Peter Pond. (laughs) They did that for hometown. Ah, but but it probably wasn't as good. He wasn't a pirate though. They, they did a there whole like Benny a Hill. Game. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I would have loved it had it like they done it like in The Simpsons, where he like tries to kill someone. Yeah, and the fucking uh, what is this? Flowing down the Athabasca what trying was, to escape. What was his name in in Simpsons? It was Springfield. Jebediah Springfield, Jebediah Springfield. or the pirate Jebediah Sprungfield. <laughs> Simpsons. I would love to do like little one takes on Canadian history. Yeah, that is land. Well, it's funny Shut because uh, the the mostly water guys uh, from Edmonton did this awesome bit on about. Uh, I guess at one point it had this like th- there's a factoid that at one point it had actually been considered using nuclear bombs to uh, unsettle the sand up here in northern Alberta. To ex- to extract the bitumen out uh, quicker. <laughs> no, it was it, there was actually a plan drawn up, right? And so they did this animation where it's just like we're going to use the Tommy's like, so you gonna blow it up? We gonna blow it up? <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> How does that make sense? Mm. Use nuclear bombs to fucking. This would have been back oil. in like the fifties, I think, sixties. So it everything was back when sense. back when we didn't really like know everything was nu- everything was nuclear. <laughs> no, but when we didn't know the, like the lasting more of the lasting ramifications of the new because it wasn't until like the seventies that like even those uh, the um, the deformed the people bi- came the out bikini, of the hills. No, no, it was like what was it? The Bikini Islands? Yeah, because the Bikini Islands is when they did uh, some of the first nuclear tests all out in the. Was it the Falklands? Falklands? Okay, the Falklands did some of the first nuclear tests, and some of the the boats that we were observing that were supposed to be in the safe range, mm-hmm. a lot of the sailors there suffered from like uh, tumors and stuff later on in their lives, right? So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be until the seventies that they would actually see the full ramifications. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Ancient Aliens too lately, and I'm just yeah. yeah apparently, it's like that new show on Discovery too, because it keeps fucking it, showing up on YouTube and Facebook as yeah. well. Alien Mysteries. I can't watch that shit. I'm too paranoid. Really? <laughs> like, seriously, that's I, that's the last thing I need to. Something else to keep me. Do you up think they'd night? land in Fort Murray? Yes, It'd probably be the last place of interest. Well, I don't for know. One of the like, I always like the spin on the movies of aliens. Like, we want this oil sand. Well, well they're actually. It's like, why do you talk like yeah, Aboriginals? Wait a minute! Unmask them. <laughs> Trying to take your land back, huh? <laughs> Total like Scooby Doo style. Yeah. Rip off his mask. Oh, we got it's a Mr. Running Wolf, Mr. Woodward. Kids. 
you meddling podcasters. <laughs> that racist cast. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, really. But no, technically, I'm, wouldn't I'm, we be the invaders? I mean, technically, we are. I mean, as Avatar has shown us, we are the alien force that invaded this country, right? <laughs> or Pocahontas. Whoa. Yeah. Like, if we went to Pandora and tried to get to Unobtainium, yeah, we'd be the invaders. But if fucking, no, but it's the same. If si- these blue cats just came storming through the fucking sky here one day, no, they would be the invaders. Well, no, but what I'm saying is uh, us being, uh, like, us the white man, or, I mean, to a lesser degree, me the white man, um, it, like, us being here, we're the invading force, right? And we won. It's it, as if we knocked down that tree. And <laughs> isn't there a fucking cap on, like, history? Like, what? I don't know. Like, didn't we take over the country so many, like, what was it, fucking 400 years ago? Uh, Canada's not that old. When did we? T- when did the settlers? Well, we landed. Okay, la- the landing of North 1800s. America took place 16, 1692. Was Isn't there it? a moratorium? On no, fourteen ninety two. Yeah, see. There so you it's go. been no, slavery's been four hundred years. This is pre- this predates uh, slavery like, like six hundred years. Why now. is everyone like so? Like, oh, you took the land from us like five hundred years ago. Like, why don't you start blaming us for the ebonic plague too? While you're at it, like, I don't, well, I don't get no, it. Well, the thing is, sometimes things have been going on for so long, and people forget the reasons. Look at the uh, Middle East right now, right? Like, seriously, like, at this point, it's, like, it's out of spite. I mean, honestly, it's... Just to me, I don't think you have anything... If you're pulling that far back, you have nothing to bank on now. And this goes down to, like... Well, shit was written on paper, though. Yeah, you won't... Good point. I guess treaties were fucking signed. Yeah. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think we had a treaty signed with the fucking Pandorians or whatever the hell they were called. <laughs> but we do, uh, we grandfather clause and all that sort of stuff too, right? So think of it that way. Think about uh, people's credentials and how they get grandfathered in, right? It's the same kind of principle loosely, right? I suppose. I- I'm just thinking there's like a statute of limitations where it's just like... That okay. you're not directly responsible for what our four for in not, that who might not even be related to you. No, yeah. exactly. Like uh, I know the shit went down. We took some land from some Aboriginal people. If, but uh, yeah, yeah. We but the royal the land, all the land, <laughs> and put them in little residential yeah. schools. But it's, it's not just four hundred. Well, I mean, right? it's not just that. The yeah, that's exactly it. Like maybe the land residential got, schools or something. Yeah, different. the 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 land may have but been taken right. away a long time ago. But like, there's just we still, still been, treated them like shit. Up yeah. until like the past fifty years, and even that. even now, there's still yeah. a lot of stuff going on, right? Okay, so. agreed, agreed. But just when people are this, like, but I mean, I, I get people, what you're saying. I, I, just, I know what you're saying. On the streets, like, to a fucking Japanese person, fuck you for Pearl Harbor. Like, come on, like that. Hey, was fucking hey, hey, they, they years, killed like, Danny. I will never get past that. Never. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't. What she I don't was like. pregnant with his baby. <laughs> the fuck okay? are you talking about? Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Pearl Harbor. It's a great what? movie. Pearl Harbor is a movie. Oh, that was good. Um, Michael Bay trying so hard to recreate Titanic. Oh, Josh Hartnett. It really was, hey? It was really trying to be like a... Well, he was trying to take a... It wasn't a bad movie, though. No, like, he was trying to take a huge historic moment and then wrap a huge love story around it to make Mm -hmm. it more emotionally involved, right? And people just really wanted to see the fucking uh, attack scene. That's why all I fucking wanted to go see it. Well, everybody just wanted to see the ship sink, too, right? Mm. Um, I wanted to see Rose's tits. (laughs) Um... (laughs) What I'm was not gonna it? lie about that. Come no, no, on now. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. I was like, I, I was like boobs. ten when this movie came I saw out. Your no, boobs. I was yeah, that became a big that. deal. Hey, I can't believe that, man. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, uh, I, I get what you're saying though. Like, nobody likes to be categorized as the royal we. Like, you know what I mean? It's like just because we're not Aboriginal, we're suddenly to blame for what other Everything people happened. Yeah. Fucking hundred yeah. some odd years ago. But the whole, you're right. They're, they're 
there was treaties signed that aren't being followed, and then that's that's to be to blamed. And anyway, the Oscars. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I guess Seth MacFarlane got in trouble for that uh, for that song. Like, there's a lot of feminists really? that were really against that, which I found weird because I'm like, I thought he did a really good job. I honestly thought like the Oscars was probably one of the best ones that they've had in recent years. I thought it was it was it was. <laughs> Was it the, was catchy. It was funny. It I was still, true. We saw all their boobs. The one that sticks out to me is still David Letterman. Like that's what ah. I remember. Well, no. Do you do you even watch that one? No, no I'm just saying say was, uh, about Seth MacFarlane. People oh no, he did know. good. Like he didn't fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wasn't bored. Like fucking uh, James Franco and Anne Hathaway. I was bored. I'm like, this sucks. This is horrible. Seth was entertaining. Like I said, was it the best one? David Letterman sticks out just because that was what almost. 15 years ago, I think he hosted, and I oh, still wow. remember the fucking telecast, right? The Oprah Uma thing. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, but the, no, he didn't fuck it up, and I don't see why everyone's making a big deal over it. Like, Well, then there's the other controversy regarding the special effects companies uh, going bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you haven't been following it. I, I think a couple of people on your Facebook have already done it, like the green screen. Mm-hmm. Profile pics? Sean has that, and I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's like in protest of the academy, or the business, I guess, because uh, what's happened is essentially um, uh, at the Oscars, Life of Pi won Best Visual Effects, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But the company that did the visual effects went bankrupt because hmm. their contracts are really shitty. Like, they've oh, okay. got really... The special effects companies <clears throat> get really shitty contracts, and part of the reason is because there's no set standard yet for uh, special effects like the work that you do for special effects so and it's at, hard work and it is and it's and it's stuff like um, it, the problem is it's not like one of those one time things it's like you might have to go back and redo it and back and redo it right and there's manpower involved in that so at any rate the the whole the whole thing that's happened is they were trying to protest at live at the Oscars basically saying that you know it's like you know we went uh, bankrupt and you know we really need people to start supporting these companies because yep. everyone sees CGI as like a bad as a bad thing even though we've helped kind of create and they cut off their mics they like they they did the Jaws theme like forty seconds into their speech and cut off their mics oh that's what that uh, one was the guy that looked like Legolas yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and so uh, I remember because we're, we're like why is he playing the Jaws Theme, yeah. yeah, but they've they've done that before. They they did it for that night anyway. They did yeah. the Jaws theme, but so at any rate, so what ended up happening was, um, uh, I guess there's like this big us versus them type thing happening in Hollywood right now, and there's a lot of people protesting it uh, because the thing is like CGI is kind of being has been seen as a villain because everyone's like, oh, you could just CGI it, you could just CGI it. Like everyone everyone gives so much more importance mm-hmm. on practical effects because CGI seems like that big Hollywood thing, right? Yeah. It's the same but way. The, like, oh, you could just Photoshop that. Yeah, and the studios, that. yeah, and the studios that do this type of work. They're kind of they're kind of now in protest because they're like, well, we're getting the, kind of like the bums rush because every because people we were um, unfortunately even amongst the industry they're kind of undercutting each other. Where if someone won't do it, like say for example, what a digital who's kind of made a name for themselves, yeah. if they've got prices and if they won't do it, they'll just a studio will just we'll go find to the next cheapest guy. Will. Yeah, because yeah. there's better. so many people doing visual effects now, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, and so I get, but I mean, I don't know. I, I personally, unionize. I personally think, uh, yeah, one, unionize, and two, um, you guys know what you're worth, so kind of make a stand. Like, I mean, don't sign contracts without going over them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't don't do something if if the if Ang Lee comes up to your door and was like, I need you to anim, and some of the amazing most visual effects was in Life of Pi. Yeah, but if he doesn't mm-hmm. say for only twenty bucks, don't sign the fucking contract. Well, yeah, but that being said, they'll probably get more work because like they're, all the resumes are like worked on Life of Pi, right? Well, yeah. I'm watching like the bonus features for Game of Thrones and the season two. There's um. 
it's like a, it's like kind of like the war season. There's like a lot of ships and something that you use a lot yeah, of CGI for, I saw but, that. They, but they didn't. Is the thing like they, well, they like models? they um, they, they, built, rep, they built actual replicas of uh, the old ships. Yeah. But that's what most of their budget went to. Like they're talking about in the bonus features, the financial cost of putting and building these ships, and with everything being HD now, how having they had to detail the ships and varnish them, and every little thing would that we, we would pick up on. But they were just really talking about how expensive it was to do that yeah. I'm just the, thinking. They, uh, at the Emmys they showed a, a really cool reel about how they did that whole battle um, and uh, it was kind of cool like like stuff that like well, basically it's not all CGI what it is is kind of like um, trick trick camera tricks and so and the thing is like someone will be over a cliff right but like maybe it's like a superimposition where like the guy will actually be maybe on a road, but then they'll superimpose the clip. And like uh, one of the big proponents of this is like Roberto Rodriguez, who does yeah. like some amazing visual work on like a shoestring budget, right? But mm. that's the whole thing. It's like it's the time, right? The time is what is the big costly thing. That, no, because I've seen a lot of people doing just that straight green. Um, that straight. Yeah, green. and that's what it's supposed to be in protest of. Interesting. Yeah, because well, is it something that similar happened with the writers a couple of years ago? Where obviously they just have to to buckle down, and well, writers were part of the union at the time, but once they just do a whole strike thing, like that'll make people realize, oh shit, we can't get, we can't do a movie without this happening or this happening, right? Well, I mean, how would they have made Life of Pi without CGI? Oh, really? Yeah. You know, like just. Have, did you see it? In your bathroom sink. Did you no, see it? I just seen clips. Oh, you you guys need to sit down and watch I wanna it. I want to see it on. I, I, I honestly I'm regretting that. Right it, it's a pretty amazing movie. I, I honestly like the the book has always been a really good book, but like they they did a really good job. My only my only grievance with it is it shouldn't have won best cinematography in my opinion because it was digital format. <clears throat> And uh, it looked amazing, but like again, it's CGI, and like again, it's kind of it's giving fuel to that fire. But the whole reason that I'm getting at is cinematography is really based on composition and uh, like lighting and uh, how you frame things in order to make a shot work. Not saying that Life yeah. of Pi wasn't amazing, but for my money, it didn't the fit real that. well, no, no, it it did, but the the real technical like like the one that should have won Skyfall because that movie. Shot like they some of the shots in that movie are so low light. Like there's like the scene you've seen it, right? Oh yeah. You know the scene where the snipers on the on that uh, on the skyscraper to kill the guy that's looking at the painting. Mm -hmm. Like there is zero light in that in that, in that building room. except for the neon lights from the background. Yeah. And to pull off the cinematography in that is not easy. Plus, even him going like you know when he's on that boat in the Chinese boat. Yeah. Like, and the last the scene, scenes, the yeah. last scene, the flames coming from uh, the property, mm. lighting them like that's like for them to sh pull off those shots. It took patience. It took a lot of time. It made sure that like the thing is like it, a lot of that's stuff, could have been, looking at but it. it's very practical and it, it, it actually required the skill of a talented cinematographer to do it. Whereas Life of Pi, yes, it looks amazing and I'm sure it took a lot of work, but it's all very Digital. you you create it. In the editing the room, as opposed to yeah. being on the set, right? The um, what did Ar Argo want for editing, right? Argo, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I thought for, I thought cinematography went to Argo for some reason, but no, it went to Life of Pi. No, and that's a good analogy with uh, with Skyfall because when Skyfall was up for Tech Awards, I was just like, what Tech Awards is Skyfall going to win? Because mm -hmm. it's a great movie. But it seems like it's pretty. But when you put it in that contrast, it's a very yeah. good point. Right? It's in the, and in the same blow, I would have given the uh, special effects award to uh, Avengers, honestly, and not just because I'm a fanboy, just because 
like the like again, Life of Pi is amazing, but ninety percent of that was done in the editing room. Whereas you saw the real for Avengers, mm-hmm. like it was a lot of like let's shoot this, and there had to be someone well, that, that had the vision in mind to like yeah. how do we realistically put all this together to create, especially that one sequence where it's just like cutting between these. Well, it's it's a, it's a, a straight shot panning from and from each avenger i well, mean that's not easy there's right? a famous picture over there where it's uh mark Ruffalo in new york like uh like in the battle sequence where he's got all those uh, motion capture dots mm-hmm. on right and, mm-hmm. and there's that video i saw where it's literally josh whedon's just like make like you're getting really tall yeah <laughs> and then he, he's got to go like this right and then that's where they transformed him into the actual hulk right and mm-hmm. i don't know to me like that that is special effects mm-hmm. but literally they could be like okay and cut alright everyone just kind of look like you're looking up and then we'll yeah. put that in post it wasn't like well, and, and that's well, CGI get them to do 20 like, bucks and, and, $20 like I mean and it's not like Life of Pi wasn't easy to achieve either cause like I, I mean I believe they, they shot it um they shot it in a big tank right mm-hmm. And it, but it, like for all intents and purposes it was the guy who played Pi a boat and the water tank and then Everything else was, you know, everything else was, we'll get it in post. To me, <laughs> this is the, a tiger. To me, <laughs> look, at the stick, look at the stick. <clears throat> but but no, they did an amazing job because yeah. it looked real, right? So, yeah. To me, like, the, the, like the, the key things with those types of movies mm. is the actor. The actor that's got to act with nothing around him. They got to fill in a lot of well, Same with Naomi Watts yeah. in King Kong. You know what makes me laugh, though, is the fact that um, uh, even the, the interesting thing for the Avengers sequence is Robert Downey Jr. wasn't. At like, I think he was in ten percent of. Yeah, that, he wasn't right? there so, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially that last sequence, he was flying around the whole time, which means he was <laughs> in LA in a studio, going, "Okay, we got ten hours. Let's see yeah. if we can get as much as fucking RDJ as possible. Who's making the most money out of all of us?" Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, well, uh, I guess my walk away from it is, I think that the visual visual effects award needs to be broken into two p two two groups. There needs to be visual effects practical, visual effects digital. There actually has to be a That's digital a effects idea. category now because it's the Hard same. To be fair. Cause- yeah, because yeah. visual effects up it, like, and that's the weird thing because up until the the late eighties, or actually even into the nineties, nineties CGI wasn't considered visual effects. Like they they it wasn't being categorized as a like if you were if you were, if it was a CGI movie like say for example Tron. Tron didn't get didn't get nominated for any visual effects, not because it wasn't good at the time. It was because oh, because that's not practical effects. It was all computer. Hmm. They counted it as cheating back then. Well, remember going into uh, I don't know if we ever did we ever do the Universal tour? Me and you? I don't think we have. No, not together. The um, the, they got those makeup stages where mm-hmm. they were showing like all the practical effects and yeah. what, what can be done, and it's simply amazing compared to what they can do now for a lot. And I, I, just talking about it, I can totally see the battle these guys I, are fighting. I, I feel it's that cheaper. See, well, I mean, even with like what we're and doing yeah. with what we're doing with cover right now, I mean, you kind of have a bit of an appreciation for like what where the I guess the uncanny alley falls in right because I think that just like there's an uncanny alley to how real a CGI character can look there's an uncanny alley to how an actor has to interact right and the thing is like I think if there's nothing there in front of them it's a lot harder than if there's at least some sort of marker for them to reference right so absolutely like I said Naomi Watson King Kong to me was fucking amazing because the whole time 
the times that she was interacting with the person, it was Andy Circus, who's her height that she's got to look up at, yeah, mm-hmm. and react like it's a fucking fifty foot monster. Like that's incredible acting. Yeah, I saw me. the I saw the way to the 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 reel that they did for that, where yeah. like they had him on like up in ladders and shit. Yeah. yeah, but to me, like that's that that's incredible. Like the actors deserve nods for that stuff. And you're right, like. It's uh, best make believe, <laughs> best imagination, right? Um, let's keep going with the Oscars. What the Argo won best picture? Yeah, which uh, I don't think anyone really had a surprise, but I know Ben Affleck was kind of choked up with. Mm, I, I honestly, I, I didn't. I, I, like it was a good movie. I just, I don't think it deserved best picture. I honestly would have tossed it up between um, Life of Pi and uh, Django Unchained. You really think Quentin? They'd give Quentin a, a best picture nod. I enjoyed it. He got the nomination. Yeah. I'm just saying, was it was Toy Story got the nomination too? But I don't think it ever had a chance of winning. Well, was it? Yeah, Toy Story. Toy Story three. Really? Are you sure it wasn't just put in the animated? Nope, positive. So it was it was nominated, nominated for, for best, best animated picture. movie and then best, best picture, picture again. Yes, remember because that was the first it's really year. fucked up. Remember that was the first year they expanded it to ten to give more recognition. Hmm. To me, when they released that whole thing, they're like, oh, we're going to expand. That doesn't the make movies. sense. To me, when they said, oh, we're going to expand the best pictures up to ten nominations just to get more recognition. I don't think I don't think it would have qualified though. Why? Because it's animated. Best picture doesn't go to it doesn't uh, apply to animated Trust movies. Me, sir. But like I said, when the Oscars, I'll bring it up, but when the Oscars, when the Oscars did that, to me, they were flat out openly saying, we're going to throw 10 nods out there, but we know damn well only five of these are the only ones that have a chance. Hmm. And to me, like, that's why when they did that with Django Unchained, that's the total vibe I got. It's just like, really good movie, Quentin. Look at that. You're nominated for Best Picture. You don't even have a hope in hell. Okay, here's the five we want. And that's, to me, that's Really? Like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, isn't it like a point system anyway? So it... it, it well, votes is all it is. Yeah, so it, it, if there's the ten there... members is, I think it's like almost fucking like 10,000 now, isn't it? Wow. Toy like Story 3 that- was nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Adapted Screenplay, Sound Editing... And it was third animated film to be nominated for... Oh, this was the third nominated film, third animated film, uh, on top of Beauty and the Beast and Up to be nominated for Best Picture. Huh. Up was weird. nominated too, shit, I didn't even know that. Up was beautiful. And also Best good. Animated Feature and Best Original Song for Toy Story 3. That's weird, because then you could double dip, though, right? And like, that Best seem- Animated Movie, Best Picture, yeah, I don't know. It's- um, what was it? Uh, so... Yeah, no, Argo was good. I just, I don't know. It just didn't get me as much as I thought it would. And, uh, yeah, no, Life of Pi, uh, I thought that one was really well delivered. Like, the story was really solid. And Django, just because it was such an, uh, a bold, original idea, right? Mm-hmm. I still have yet to see Django. I think the only one I saw... You haven't seen Django? No, not yet. Watch really Django. Good. Well, then why are you talking, then? Like, what... Oh, there's a story out there. You haven't even seen the fucking movie. <laughs> I thought it was one of Quentin Tarantino's best Best movie. Well, honestly, I think he's Silver Linings Playbook. I think is the one I saw that no one else seen. I've seen it. You seen it? What do yeah. you think? It was all right. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was all right. But it was weird because <laughs> it would go into these high, high, funny scenes, right into the most serious fucking. I think that's the whole idea because they're trying to put the audience in kind of like the mental, uh, the mental mindset of someone who's bipolar. Hmm. Well, did you, uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. for actress deserved? Me. Who was she? Who was she that's against? A- uh, hang on now. There, well, there's a the Southern Beast of Wild, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I haven't I'm seen that one either. Beast of the Southern Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. What did I say? The Southern, Southern Beast of, of the Wild. wild. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Academy Awards. Uh, who else was she against? She was against uh, Anne Hathaway. Won for supporting, so she wasn't in that category. No, wasn't she? really. Anne Hathaway was supporting. Yeah, she That's, won for. Supporting. Oh right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah. No, I just want to get to the. 
a winners. But her speed, everyone has seen that video by now. What kind of one? Nice. Everyone's seen that video by now of her after the fact. Of the yeah, office. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. It just reminds me of her in um, in uh, the Hunger Games. You know when she's on that game show, or not the game show, but like being interviewed when yeah. they're interviewing her. I'm like, so is she just being the character yeah, from she, Hunger Games? She's where she's just now. like, oh my god, I don't know how to act. I just want, <laughs> I want bread from my sister. <laughs> It's fucked up because she signed those movies before that Oscar. Or no, she signed it after. Yeah, well, Bowl she's too. very young in the industry, right? So yeah. she's, she's right? yeah, she's got her entire career ahead of her, and this is huge boost for her too, right? So I hate that. I'm like, she's 22 <coughs> Oscar. What am I doing? Damn it! Freaking wine. Nominated twice. Freaking wine. Yeah, for uh, the Lovely Bones. No, well, Winter no, Bones. <laughs> Winter Bones. <laughs> no, there's a movie called The Lovely Bones. Is there? But, yeah, yeah, it's based on a book. It's really good. The uh, Winter's Bone is what she's nominated yeah. for. Uh, I actually watched. I'm still trying to pull this up. I watched the um, first class again, and I was actually oh, really, X-Men? yeah X-Men. mutant and proud. Did you did you see? Uh, that's fucking Winter's terrible. Uh, that's Peter Jackson's, right? No, no, not Winter's Bone. The Lovely Bones is Peter Jackson. Okay, then no, I haven't. you should. She puts on an amazing performance um, in that. Like she gets the like the shit like fucking beat out of her nice. in this movie. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's really good, but I mean, you said that the she plays like, like a nice. young girl whose, um, I guess, father is not really most reliable, but he goes missing, and her fa- like her family are, are close to being like evicted from their homes, like we're nowhere to go, and they're in this kind of like little shitty poor town, and like anyway, something happens to her father, and she suspects that he was like kidnapped or murdered or something, and she's trying to find out what happened, and kind of as she gets closer to finding it out, you know, things get a little more dangerous. But I mean, there's a scene where you know her neighbors and people, she thinks that are okay with like beat the fuck out of her, and like it's Sunday. it's graphic, but it's it's she puts on like such a such a strong performance. Not a Friday at all. Okay, so while we're talking, best actress, Kate, okay, it was Jennifer Lawrence from Silver Lining Playbooks, that Jessica Chastin chick from Zero Dark Thirty, uh, fucking Emanuela Riviera from Amore, which apparently is everyone's raving about Amore. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that clip. I'm like, it looked friggin' depressing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Silver Lining Playbook. What else? Zero Dark Thirty. Jessica Chastin. Okay. Emanuela Riviera from Amore. A nine-year-old, yep, from uh, *Beasts of the Southern Wild*. And then I didn't fuck. I completely forgot this, or didn't really realize it. Naomi Watts for *The Impossible*. Hmm. Shit, I never even heard of *The Impossible*. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why she didn't win. So Jennifer Lawrence, I think, well deserved on that one, even though I didn't see all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sakes. Need another female here, so I could be like, so about best dress, Talk about worst dress. Who's well, what Kristen do you think Stewart? about the? Well, Kristen Stewart was fucked up. Oh, man. She was, was limping. She was bad. bruised. Apparently, she Harry stepped Potter on a... just be just was it Harry Potter yeah. she was with? Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. He just fucked the shit out of her. Right Spelliamus. <laughs> That was terrible though. She looked pretty uh, She's like uh, pretty under the weather. What's she uh, filming now? What she's doing now? No, fucking somebody. She's fucking someone pretty she's hard. I thought Bradley Cooper was uh, really good in um Silver Linings playbook. Um do you think well here well I was gonna say, do you think he deserved the Oscar? But then I just forgot who won. Daniel Day Lewis did. I don't know. Every time he wins, Lincoln just like, Lincoln fuck. was so um Because he's gonna dry. Win time. <clears throat> well, he no, he nailed it. He did a really good job. I just the movie itself was so dry. Like uh, Lincoln, it was so. Oh, I'm sitting through and I'm like, ah, oh, this thing is keeps just keeps going. It was. I, I seen, hate movies like that. I seen Lincoln, but I fell asleep at the last fucking like yeah. half hour, and I was just like, mm-hmm. 
it was it dry? I kept my attention. Until no, I, I didn't keep my attention at all. Until I fell asleep. Ninety percent of what they presented, I already knew. And then like the other ten percent, I'm like, of course you already knew. Were you expecting some new shit for Lincoln or what? No, but the stuff with about his son and all that stuff. And I was like, and I'm like, this is pretty much the movie I expected it to be, and I was hoping for more, something different. And uh, the big, my biggest grievance with it is just like, I'm like, wait a second, wait. So they're saying that like he wanted to free the slaves out of the goodness of his heart, as opposed to it being a political move. Now, I'm not saying he wasn't a great man. I'm sure like history does remember him as one, right? But my grievance is. There's, I haven't seen any other instance in history where someone hasn't done hasn't done a, such an act without uh, what's it called uh, expecting some sort of you know what I mean payback or or, or, or at least for it's for their benefit yeah. it works it works both for the benefit of the what they're fighting for and for their benefit right but he's like committing political suicide with what he's doing uh, in accordance to the movie right yeah the classic uh, the classic line the history is written by the victor. Yeah, he won the the civil war. It's essentially right. So yeah, but the the whole thing's going to make sure people know him exactly how he <laughs> right, wants right. to be but remembered. The, but the way the movie the way the movie plays Not it, what happened? The way the movie plays it is that he would have won the civil war regardless, which may have been true. But here's the thing: the the argument that the movie presents is that he does it. He does it because he chooses to kind of like abol- like kind of like uh, he's like oh well we, we need to set an example for generations coming and the constitution yeah. which is fine but the problem the problem with it that yeah, I have is sick. is that not only would this have won him the civil war by abolishing slavery but it would have won it sooner right and that's yeah. what would have been more important is the fact that he's like if if um, the the civil war we're already winning but for us to abolish slavery we w- we'd have a bunch of deserters from the confederate side yep. and we would win this a lot sooner than letting this play out a lot longer and as we all know in recent history the one of the worst things that can happen in war is when a war gets drawn out because oh. all of a sudden the good guy's not so good right yeah. so well, no, and that's actually a very good point. But then again, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a novice at American history in this at best because of the fact that like uh, we don't like from from a Canadian standpoint, our curriculum, at least us growing up, our focus uh, in terms of American history has everything to do with World War Two. It, mm-hmm. it does. It, it has very little to do with the. We learn oh the American Revolution the happened 1900s, but, but we don't really we don't it doesn't really go in depth at all. We're, like we're like really a, a one interesting movie that I would like to see is one about uh, George Washington because he's essentially like a general who then becomes president, right? Yeah. And he at, 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 like the the interesting story there is like at any given point he could have been like. Make me king. <laughs> well, I am king of the United States now. Well, no, not like, president. I'm king. No, but the thing is, like, because that was the call. The whole yeah. like, he could have he could have been a dictator, right? But the yeah. whole like one of the things that I found that's intricate in, in threaded through American history is the fact that uh, absolute power was never given to one man, and that's one thing uh, that started with the thirteen colonies. And right now, I'm trying to think, figure out. I think there is a movie that was called Thirteen. Because I remember I was trying to find that fucking, this is going to make me sound sick, but that kid's movie called 13, and I ran into it. I'm like, 13? I'm like, do you know the movie 13? Kids movie named 13? It's not a kid's movie. It's it's about fucked up 13-year-olds, like incredibly fucked oh, up. Oh, but uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki I Reed? I can't remember the and exact. Yeah, that's uh, Catherine Hardwick. I was trying to find information on that, and then I ran into this uh, another movie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's called 13, but it was about the 13 colonies. 
And I'm like, hmm. I put that in the bank. I'm like, I gotta watch that later because I want to check that well, out. Well, Thirteen was a good movie, the one you're talking about. It's not a kids movie at all. No, I meant kids yeah. as in kids. I, I, they're I, I fucked know, up kids, right? I'm just saying, it was a good movie. No, it was. That. It was. A, it was. A, well, it was a very fucked up movie. I can't remember the other actress. She dated Marlon Manson for a little while. Marlon Manson? Rose Marilyn's Ken. brother? Ro- yeah. <laughs> Marvin Manson. Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. Marilyn, turn down that music. Stop being so fucked up. Stop oh sucking your God. own dick. What the hell is her name? Oh, that wasn't true. me so much. I can't even think of anything else that she It also wasn't true that, that, that he in. was on the uh, fact, or not the Facts of Life. Wonder yeah, that's years. true. Yeah, the Wonder Years kid yeah. thing, yeah. Everyone's like, he was the guy on Wonder Years. Millhouse! Rose McGowan, wasn't it? Rachel yeah, yeah. Wood. That's what Rachel I'm Wood. Oh, but he was with Rose McGowan yeah. too. He was one McGowan one. too. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, never give power to one man, and I think that was one of the things that they were pissed off. Well, no. Well, I think the whole thing about the American colonies <laughs> was like Chang, this history up was uh, we don't want to pay taxes. Like that's what it came down to. Rich but people. Else. No, the, what it was, it was rich people who left uh, Europe. Because they don't want to pay taxes, and then they set up, set up shot and started making a killing in the new world, yeah. and then suddenly the king's like, wait a second, I could tax these guys more because they're making a shit ton of money. And they're like, what, didn't we just leave <laughs> Europe for this? And so they're like, fuck that, we're leaving like the entire monarchy, right? Colonial so, history, man, it's, it's pretty interesting. When you no, it's just it. rich people, well, that's what it was, it was like rich, rich lords who, dis, uh, who just wanted more, right? Fucking cats. The um, so thirteen. Look it up. I want to look yeah. it up. You, you could you can make the argument that actually a democracy, or at least the way the Americans set up democracy, was set up so that no one could raise taxes. One man couldn't just say raise taxes. So it may have, may have been less about uh, independence and you know like making sure every man have a yeah. vote, and more like those with power. They would create a bureaucratic system that it would be uh, very very difficult for for someone to change the rules that were set by the wealthy and the powerful. Yeah. Which you know we're kind of is a challenge that we're facing right now, right? So. Well, and that's been the, well, the wealthy and the powerful has been ingrained in human history. Romans, yeah. fucking medieval times. Yeah. You always had that. Uh, wow, what do you call them? It's not judicial systems, but it's called like the hierarchy. I guess you can say there's always yeah. your cast. You're wealthy. You're always your your middle. Yeah. Your middle fucking. What do you call it? I was going to call it middle management. But that's not the middle, middle class. class. Middle class. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go on to continue on with the Oscars. Any other big moments? I thought the Von Trapp family thing was kind of funny. That was a really good joke, actually, and I know that Steve that's... got it from us. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but Steve, yeah. when we watched the Oscars, the Von Trapp one, yeah, I, I was Von Trapp singers. Yeah, I was. Everyone wa- was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Steve's yeah. like, "Oh, they're not there because they fled. yeah." Oh yeah. And plus, they did the little musical yeah. riff too for anyone that wasn't a bl- uh, wasn't <laughs> getting it. You know, yeah, yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah, but crickets. They did that gag in Family Guy. Did they? Yeah, they did that gag in Family Guy. Oh, I forget which episode, but they were. But he's a big, humor. he's a big fan of musicals, right? So he's, yeah. a, yeah. he's a stage performer. Uh, everyone that's listening and didn't get that joke, uh, watch the sound of music. Piece. It's not as boring as you think it might be. But if you want to see probably one of the best musicals of all time, like that was ever made into a movie, Singing in the Rain. Why, like I know it's gonna. I, What's his name again? The guy. Um. Fuck, now you... That's a famous um, fucking scene, man. With that's a G. A, uh, what's his name? Hang on, I'm going to look it up. Keep going. I'm going to look it up, though. Uh, I know his name, too. Uh, but anyway, so that movie, uh, Singing in the Rain, I know it sounds like one of those boring, oh, 1940s, 1950s movie, but the thing is, it's one, it, it's actually really well done. It's a really good movie, and it's really genuinely funny. Two, um, it's it, Gene it, Kelly. Gene Kelly, G, I knew it. Um, 
uh, one one of the the other things is it actually does a really cool historical thing about the movie industry because the whole story is about like they're moving to sound like it, it used to be silent films and now they're moving to uh, movies with music and sound so it's kind of fitting that it's a musical and three uh, it's cinematography is it, it, it actually has some of the most amazing cinematography uh, yeah. Gene Kelly also directed it mm-hmm. interesting that's really cool, actually. The um, we want to talk musicals because Les Rob uh, was nominated for a shit ton of awards, yeah, and it kind of put musicals back on the map in the last couple. Well, I, I wouldn't say, say that, that. they uh, haven't. They haven't you're right, left Chicago. You know, you're right. Musicals yeah. never really left to go anywhere. But yeah. Broadway. Me, well, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting I'm for them to do movie uh, musicals. I'm waiting for Matt and Trey to do a Book of Mormon movie. I think it's only a matter of time because they've been yeah because so they fucking they just destroyed uh, with that with that musical. But so your favorite musical is going to be Singing in the Rain. Hmm? Favorite musical Singing in the Rain. No, no, my favorite musical is um, it's actually a tie. Uh, Phantom of the a uh, Phantom of the Paradise uh, by Brian De Palma. Really good. It's like a modern take of Phantom of the Opera taking place in like it's it's awesome. You got to see because it's like it's Phantom of the Opera meets Faust. If you guys know Faust, the guy who he wishes to be uh, immortal, to be young forever, so he makes a deal with the devil, and uh, uh, so there's that element, and they also blend in a bit, a bit of a picture of Dorian Gray in it because mm-hmm. the devil in it has is also immortal, or no, he he wishes for a singing voice, but then the devil, yeah, the devil's immortal, but you you have to watch it, but it's really good, and uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, musicals, Wicked. If I said that, have you seen well, Wicked? Is no, that a movie? I'm, no, it, you could find it online <laughs> and then the actual musical itself and then it's a book and it's, it's good is that's not a movie for me yet though is it i don't think so i, I, I hear that uh oz the great and powerful takes elements from like from what i've heard they've been they've thrown <coughs> the rights to that movie around quite a bit so it's yeah. kind of stuck in pre-production hell favorite movie musical though Ooh, rocky horror maybe Ooh, that's a good one my head that's a really good one really hands down for me is willy wonka Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Fucking rights, man. I absolutely <laughs> love that movie. Like, not the new one with Johnny Depp. The new no. one with Johnny Depp was the absolute worst okay, thing ever okay, done like, no, to Ronald like, Dahl. I'm like, I didn't even like that. But no, I'm talking Gene Wilder, 1970s yeah, that was, fucking trip. That was really Gene good. Wilder was hmm. Willy Wonka, man. Whatever that Michael Jackson bullshit Johnny Depp fucking tried to do. God, I hate that fucking movie so much. It was really, that really Jim Burton bad. bullshit. But no, really Gene bad. Wilder has and always will be Willy Wonka, and that yeah. is a fucking... Great movie, just because I remember reading the books in school. Mm-hmm. We watched the video. We watched the movie. It was already out at that point, right? But I remember watching it in a... Mm-hmm. I remember, the, that I intro remember scene. the teacher rolling in the TV Damn and right. the VCR I feel, um, after we I feel read that it. like the remake should have been done um, in the style of stop motion, like they did uh, The Corpse Bride oh, and yeah, uh, like James actually, and the Giant Peach. I don't yeah. know. I, just, I think it would have it would have it would have been so much better. Uh, it had they done it that in that style because it would have because like the role doll the way I, I remember doing uh, the role doll with the illustrations was Willy Wonka is not a very tall person he's like no, kind he's of short very short yeah yeah, yeah. it reminds me of uh, if anyone's seen Wreck-It Ralph uh, King Candy <laughs> yeah 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 very much a fucking Edwin type Edwin character, yeah. type character yeah. right but Gene Wilder like like to fuck what pissed me off was Johnny Depp he played him as like a a very uh, neurotic internal neurotic like Gene Wilder was fucking cocky arrogant I am fucking Willy Wonka I'll chocolate coat your ass like that's exactly <laughs> that sounds like a terrible that's boy a, that's yeah. a really good one <laughs> that's what I loved about it so much but that, that'll always be down my favorite all time musical I want to check out I've seen the well, classic was, scenes of Singing in the Rain it was wholesome if that makes sense it was very well like it was, 
You could the relate. Endings, you could, yeah. you could relate but you, to but little singing Charlie. the everyone like, had a Charlie in them. It's not, it's not my favorite, but like yeah, singing the rain is definitely like one of the best music. Although I remember watching the, like that famous fucking I didn't know Gene Kelly. Obviously, I know him now. I, that, that's a very famous scene in, in cinema history, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's mm-hmm. walking down the street with the lamppost scene, and that's fucking. That's not even the best scene. The best scene is when he's like telling a story about how he got into like show business and stuff. They do this entire like aside. It goes into a, like a fantasy sequence where he like goes to New York and he's trying to get jobs as a dancer and stuff. It's really, really cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. I'll have to check that out. One. Um, actually, oddly enough, only the Golden Globes are the ones that have uh, best musicals. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The pre-Oscars. The uh, best supporting actor. That's actually what started it off. Um, yeah. Christopher. Christoph. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. I love that well in uh, Between Two Ferns. Chris <laughs> of Waltz. <laughs> no, of Waltz. Chris of Waltz. Um. Big ones there. The, he was he's the one that won it. Uh, De Niro was in for Silver Linings. Alan Arkin for Argo. Philip Seymour Hoffman, who actually won it not too long ago for it was Capote, wasn't he? That's what he won the. Mm, that was main for. actor though. That yeah. was for actor. Oh, that's Did right too. Yeah. yeah, he won for actor. That was his okay. big win. And then of course the the man Tommy Lee Jones himself, who signed on for uh, Captain America too. Oh, that's good. So that should be so there are going to be flashbacks then. Um, it's mm. going to be something because he would he was fucking ancient in uh, yeah, <laughs> in Captain America. Yeah. So they're doing something in the uh, in the Captain America. Too. Uh, did you see that meme where it's like Seth MacFarlane made Tommy Lee Jones laugh in the first five minutes of the mm-hmm. Oscars? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because he pointed it right out, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Put him right on the spot. So there's really nothing else special. Like I said, the Oscars were good, but I find there was nothing that was fucking drop dead. Mediocre. It wasn't. Brave. I didn't Brave. Best I couldn't believe they beat Wreck-It Ralph. No, yeah, Brave was so much better than Wreck-It Ralph. What? I liked Wreck-It Ralph, don't get me wrong, but it's like I, Brave is so much more original in comparison. How so? I well, can't even recall what I know, Obviously, Rick and Ralph there. uses characters, but I think it's a pretty original what was no, story what else of was nominated in known that Well, no, no. What they did is it, with no. Other. What they did with uh, Rick and Ralph is like. Don't get me wrong. I love Rick and Ralph. I thought it was a really good movie, but it's very much like they got a formula that they've applied to so many other movies, and then they were like video games. Dude, <laughs> like a video Brave game is the exact same thing. Brave is the Pixar formula. So what were just the add in a fucking bear that's a mother and then put in some wisps and shit and fucking okay wisps wisps and shit. Uh, what what other movies are not? I just I just really Frankenweenie, Paranorman, I thought, and Pirates. I thought Brave See, was Paranorman. Oh, Paranorman actually out of that group. Never seen that one. Yet. Was, well, much more original. Oh, much. I was gonna say even Frankenweenie and Paranorman seemed like the I didn't even watch Frankenweenie. <laughs> It looks, no, it looks pretty bad. That was the title the, alone. But Paranorman was yeah. actually a good movie. I haven't seen Paranorman yet. You should watch that one. That one actually deserved it. Actually, mm-hmm. out of that group, probably the most deserved. I was going to say, one. you want to talk original screenplays? Those like all of them, pretty much. A lot. Pirates, Band of Misfits. I remember watching. Side boring. Yeah, Kingston liked it. Um, I don't know. Brave was good, but it was just. Uh, I'm not going typical. Get, I'm not, don't get me wrong; it was a good movie, but I just think mm-hmm. that's definitely on. In my opinion, don't you feel that those sort of, that should have been like a Pixar. crisscross? What do you mean? Whereas it feels like Disney should have done Brave and Pixar should have done Wreck It Ralph yeah, for some reason. Yeah, so you know she could have been like, a Disney princess. Well, well, technically she is because Disney Beulah, but and yeah. there was a Disney princess in Wreck It yeah, Ralph anyway. It's the same fucking company anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Wreck It Ralph. I mean, uh, there's two really good filibuster scenes in that movie. There's uh, this the scene where um, actually three if you if you count the very end because they lead to it. But there's the scene where he wrecks her car. Mm. 
uh, the scene where he sacrifices himself uh, to punch the uh, Diet Coke yep. mountain or whatever. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and the very last scene, his very last line, where he kind of where he's like, where it's uh, if I'm okay, if if I'm okay in her books, then I'm not so ba- not, I'm not such a bad guy, right? So well, there was also yeah. the part where like he would always hate it when they raised him up off the roof and threw him down. Yeah, well, but, the, I mean, but like again, I said, he wanted that's that because that's, that's why the only that time third, he could see yeah. her. That's game. why the third. That's why the, the that scene at the end is because there's a payoff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, bo- both of them, right? Mm-hmm. There's the whole thing. It's like uh, all three of those scenes uh, play really well to the character, and because like he's a wrecker, so he's mm-hmm. doing what he does, and he, that's why he's yeah. a bad guy. And also the whole sacrifice thing because of the whole the credo that he didn't believe in at the very beginning, where he's like in the. Bad Guys Anonymous or whatever. Yeah. But oh. Paranorman. Paranorman. No, no. That, Paranorman was so well the, done. And, and, like, and it's very dark. Like, you watch like, it? I watched yeah, it. I loved the, it. And the third act reveals, uh, like, you're like just kind of like, oh, this movie's a little bit superfluous. And it's kind of, it's fun, but it's still, still kind of like, campy. You have this, and then like, when you find out, like, the truth of, the, the truth of shit in the third act, it's just kind of like, holy shit, that's, that took a really dark turn. Like, you have this little kid who's always, like, being picked on stuff because he's weird. By he wants to be alone. He's a little introvert. No, he's not being no, picked no. on oh. by ghosts. He, he could see ghosts. And because of that, he's yeah. a little wonky like even his family don't really accept him his big sister is like a little cunt and it's just not a good family (laughs) situation and then the whole town's in danger of like this uprising of the undead because they're being haunted by like this witch and you find out there's a curse it's a curse yeah like the curse is set by this little girl who's kind of strange as a kid too and you know she died at a young age that the town killed her Oh wow! The town like killed this little girl. That's the twist. You know, it's, it's like no. it's like medieval bullying. You know, but you know, <laughs> you, 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 they killed her. Witches were just bullied. But it was it was a really nice movie, and her you know overcoming her rage and not destroying the town. I know the trailer has a really good quote. It's it's uh, what is it? It's. Just because you have fear doesn't mean you can't be brave or something like that. And I, I always just scream. <laughs> so like, and I hated girl. brave. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the trailer. Fuck brave. Vote for us. The uh, no, I want to check that out. Hopefully Kingston can like it. But I know want to make it like a Game of Thrones plug here. <laughs> the only time a man can be brave is when he's scared. Is that how it goes? Yes, because you yeah. told me that before. It was, that's, that's it, no, it was no, 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 no. I got a better one for you. I got a better one for you. Have you guys ever seen the movie Angus? No. Angus. Oh, it's a great movie. It's like this fat loser in high school. But the whole thing <laughs> is he like the it, it's all based predicated around this whole thing. He's doing a science experiment. And the science experiment is about there's this petri dish full of this bacterial culture, and then he introduces a foreign bacterial culture into the petri dish. And the whole his whole theory, his hypothesis is that eventually the that piece will be assimilated into the rest of the bacterial culture. But what what's throughout the story and throughout the movie the bacterial that little piece starts spreading and so the idea is that the but the idea is because of its resilience right and so it's it's supposed to be an analogy for him right you know what i mean like okay, okay, and, okay. and so it, 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 at one point in the movie there's a speech where his grandfather tells him uh, Superman's Superman's not brave, and he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Superman's not brave." He's like, "He's like, I don't understand." He's like, "You can't be brave if you're invincible." He's like, you need to be, you need to be fallible. You need like that's the only that's the true test of character. Superman's only Superman's only brave because he appears to be because he's he's never been tested, right? So yeah. Well, it's just like to bring it all back to Batman. It's just like the Dark Knight, right? Where the when he's in the fucking prison. And it's just like you need to be. You're not scared of death, and that's you and must that's, find the fear again. You must be scared of death. You must be afraid to die. Yeah. And that's how he found his strength. Um, 
<laughs> uh, did you hear about the early reviews of Man of Steel? No, I heard you mention it. Best movie of the year. That excites me like so right, much. I'm like, yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna talk about best songs. Some, song, guy, you know. some guy, the, a reviewer on Twitter, one of the reviewers said that um, it's actually better than The Dark Knight. Yes. Like it's like they said it's like this is another game changer. It's like it's changed it again. Wow. So a huge praise coming from this movie already. I think, it, uh, like, did we expect that it wasn't going to, ch- I don't know about changing games, but man, that one quote from Kevin Costner, that wasn't supposed to do kill him? Maybe. Kevin Costner, that's not what he said. Yes. What was well, I supposed I was to supposed do? Let, let them, them die. die. Whatever. Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> this is Either way. John, no, John, man, that changed the entire. Either way. is actually like an <laughs> evil mastermind manipulating Clark. <laughs> That's it. Either son. way, they're talking about kids dying. In the well, I think it has trailer. to do him. Him in the trailer. Well, my my, th- my theory behind that is that kill those kids, that Dad. Jonathan, yes, but I think <laughs> you take them out, Jarrell. Fuck, Christopher Nolan really changed. Jonathan, Jonathan Kent's. I think the reason he says that Man, line is the dark side. because he doesn't want to lose his son. Right, because yeah. if he gets discovered, well, no, then he gets taken uh, yes, away. Yes, yeah, I'm, we're going. Which we, we obviously about happens in that we're, movie. We're definitely going to talk about it more so when we see the movie. And fucking, you might even see it on TV. Uh, the um, <laughs> I love your voice. There. But the I don't know. Just a quote. Fucking really fucks me up, man. Like, well, actually, supposed well, to let them die. One of the things I'm really yes. excited about in the movie is uh, one of the things. Like, I guess some of the action figures have been shown already. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Zod's crest, his Kryptonian oh, yeah, crest, so, yeah. it's an Omega symbol inverted. Yeah. And if you know DC Comics, the Omega symbol is associated to Darkseid. Yeah. So maybe General Zod isn't a Kryptonian general, but a general of Darkseid's armies that has come to Earth, right? Because hmm. for all, I, like, the way I would extrapolate that is he might have escaped Krypton at the same time that Kal-El did. And he was, you know, he was basically, t- he might have been taken in by those of Apocalypse, right? So. Speaking of Comic-Con, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Like, we want to talk about this movie being a game changer. Um, go to, on YouTube, find the Man of Steel Comic-Con panel 2012. And uh, it's Zack Snyder. Um, I, can't, yeah, I guess that kid, they He cried! Like, and, and like to me yeah, like, nerds are emotional yeah but I'm just saying <laughs> fucking like they, they showed footage and it got a guy fucking crying and obviously we haven't seen all the footage that's been shown yet so I like that every that's, time that's, that's I insane. watch the trailer every yeah. time well I hope it can live up to the hype because there's a, like because like the, the thing is like it's been really polarized because let, let's I mean I hate to say this because it wasn't a bad movie but to make an analogy um, Superman Returns is the equivalent of Batman and Robin to the Superman franchise. Yeah. Because Batman really? and Robin, Batman and Robin polarized Warner Brothers into completely, like everyone says, oh, it was shit, but it, it actually was that final it. push where Warner Brothers like, we need to reimagine this entirely. So uh, Superman Returns was kind of like, oh, well, Superman's not viable anymore, right? So yeah. they had to kind of rethink it. And I guess they, they decided to put all their energy on Batman, and that's kind of allowed them to kind of go... Reimagine the whole... Yeah, uh, but what I was going to say is... Um, yeah, no, it looks like really promising, but I really hope that they, it becomes part of something bigger. One thing I'm actually pissed off about is the fact that they canceled Young Justice, and it was just getting yeah, really, really good. You're very emotional oh, about that. Dude, dude. <laughs> it's so good, though, because uh, they've just introduced Mogul, uh, who's, uh, who's like this super villain from space or whatever. And there's this awesome confrontation he has with Superboy, and he like grabs him by the face and he's like uh, Kryptonian, so proud, so proud of their heritage. He's like, "Did you really think that you're the only species to come from a red sun?" And just smashes his face into the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, 
That's like, it's just so well written, you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know. The one thing I want to talk about in an upcoming set of files, I don't know if we're going to go to it right now, The uh, as I want to talk about how the industry is in regards to ratings. All these kick-ass shows are being canceled, but for the sole fact that they can't monitor ratings anymore. Not properly. Yeah. Right? Uh, all the VOD stuff, all the uh, that stuff is not generally guidelined, all except for Netflix. It's just starting to now. Because they're, they got all this money yeah. invested. I don't, in I don't know why don't they just... I mean, Warner Brothers has a website where they put trailers. Why don't they just, why don't they just make Upload their the shows show. viewable from their own website? Warner Brothers produced shows just on the website, and that's how they can monitor it. And, well, and they can monetize it. They could, have, they could sell ad space there. Because I remember when I was... Uh, uh, I remember... Um, I was sorry. talking about... No, Last Resort. I was bitching about Last Resort got canceled, and I really, really liked it. It was a submarine movie or a submarine TV show. And I remember uh, I managed to get someone's attention, just some random guy at, at ABC. And I said, can you guys monitor VOD downloads? He's like, no. It's, you're going to watch a show. You need to watch it when it's being premiere aired that, Fuck that, that particular <laughs> night. And I'm like, that's fucking retarded. Well, yeah. And the thing is, like, either the studios... And his answer was, we're working on it. Either the, the studios, either the studios need to do it or the TV broadcasters. And it looks like it's leaning towards TV broadcasters, like, global does yeah. it now and I, I like I, honestly I wouldn't mind the ads if it wasn't for the fact that like they, they need to have the content updated and maybe a week after after it airs on TV uh, I would say maybe a day like I would like to see The Walking Dead the day after mm-hmm. it was on television but I don't think TV I think TV needs to re be reassessed like I think TV's dead at this no, point nobody has time to sit down no yeah. like I mean, well no we have time to sit down but we don't want to move our schedules around exactly. and watch like, I always it's had this... hard for even all of us to get together at 7 to watch Walking Dead now <coughs> like that's like a thing that's like no, that's 7 true. o'clock Walking Dead that's a thing I was just but it's so hard like to an, do that any other day if I owned like CBS or whatever right, or a TV show mm-hmm. or a TV network and it's just like okay have it as an app okay we got we got Four shows, say like four hours or three or whatever hours of programming. It uploads into the app at that time. Watch it live. Oh, big spectacle! Yeah. Watch it live. But guess what? It's available on demand whenever the hell. Well, you want. an interesting uh, transition to that TV. is uh, that the yeah. Oscars this year were being uh, uh, available online at the same time yeah. that they were on television. There Webcast. was one huge issue though. CTV had with it was CTV's uh, television watching app, just like it's supposed to, runs ads every so minutes. Right. Oh, and it was cutting. But into the problem the- is. It's cutting into the live feed, and the, the live feed already has ads. Yeah. So literally, th- there would be instances where the, the feed cuts into commercial break, yeah. cut back into the feed. It's on commercials. And it would cut during the worst times because it, it's not being coordinated with the actual show. It's no. just on its own timer, right? So it's Like you said, that's definitely going to be a future cinephiles is the future of TV. And mm-hmm. uh, I know our friends down at uh, Robocop versus Nazis have already talked about it too as well. Definitely check them out, and uh, we will. And they're back on a side note. They are, and it's yeah. some great shows. Um, we also got to do our summer uh, prediction movies coming up soon mm-hmm. as well before it kicks in. Well, we'll need We've the full breakdown. Summer and spring, yeah. we have like Iron Iron Man. Well, I know like the the, uh, the the first one that's going to kick it off is we're not going to go through the whole list tonight because obviously we need to have our actual cinephiles up here. But well, mm-hmm. May right Iron Man is going to be May. Official. We want to talk about movies. Uh, I'm not hearing any reviews on Iron Man because I don't think you're showing it to press just yet. Nope. But some shit's leaking, and yep. uh, it, yeah, it's, like it sounds rather interesting. Well, the the I read the article about the suits where everyone thought this guy might have been bullshitting 
but you clearly see a bunch of uh, post that got leaked. You see a bunch of different suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not just all the, the same findings, ones. Yeah. It's actually a bunch of different. Yeah, ones. the Asgardian armor looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hulk. Well, they don't call it the Hulkbuster. What do they call no, it? Uh, I forget. It's like gigantic some, guy or some shit. Gigantic, gigantic man. Yeah, gigantic green man. No, Iron Man looks really good. Like, I, I can't wait. That, that's well. The, uh, the, the plot. The big plot spoiler that I was really interested in is how they're. They've learned from Iron Man 2 and basically said it's like the third act isn't going to be suit versus suit this time around. And it's actually the pre- it's actually what's predicating the plot of the movie is that maybe, what is it, Iron Man's a bit outdated? That's yep. the whole idea because of, because the, of the, fallout, the fallout of Avengers has – it's a bold new world. A brave new world now, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a world of genetics and all this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. basically that's what – Iron Man 2 should have focused so yeah. much more on. Iron Man 2 tried to put it in, but it wasn't. They were trying to do too much. Yeah. The whole thing was the cat's out of the bag, right? Like they were saying, oh, well, it, Everyone it won't be knows 10 years. It won't be 10, ye- it won't be 10 years anymore. Like, this, like there's other geniuses in the world and outside of our world now, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be uh, – I think this is going to be the direct – it will not think. It is the direct fall to Avengers. I think it's going to be What I love is that the, the world that the cinematic Marvel universe that's being created is now starting to match the comic book universe where there are these all these other elements that exist in the same world, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you look at, at where the cinematic universe was before Avengers, it was all very much – Iron Man is the first – uh, type of thing like the first Marvel that's happened and everything is kind of building from that and it's all kind of hush hush like you know the Hulk is kind of like a rumor and everything but now it's it's all in the front right it's all in the forefront like they can't hide it anymore right I've been thinking a lot about other Marvel movies that I really want to see come to light and I think one that I really want to see uh, in a full big budgeted production is Human Torch versus Submariner hmm Oh, the invaders! Android, the actual Android Human Torch. I would love for Marvels. Fucking see that. That is what I want. Is well, Marvels would be great. Uh, I would love to see Marvels on the big screen. But like, uh, if, for an actual arc, I well, want to see I heard Marvels like at the tail end. Like, so I, comic book movies are just they're, they're mm. the thing now. They're the norm. But like, I don't know. Like ten years later, I'd like to see a Marvel Marvels movie. as. Oh, I would but, love to see. Yeah, but, but, like, but, but now, interpreting but the, I think after yeah, Iron and interpreting Man, the uh, Marvel Cinematic League Universe. X Men are all yeah. done. Then Marvels would have. Like the perfect yeah. perfect time to come out after that'd actually that. be good. Like instead of doing the Marvel's graphic novel, well, do, do, do a Marvel's arc based yeah. on well, the Marvel's an, cinematic an adaptation universe. of Marvel's, but based on the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? So that would be kind of cool. Like one of the guys like in Bronx with Hulk and Abomination. Well, exactly, like, right? Yeah. Like like all these yeah. events, how they fold it Phil. out to the rest of the, yeah. But um, what I was going to say is, um, uh, Submariner apparently there there's serious talks about developing that now. I don't think it can be a standalone movie, though. I think it needs to have. Well, no. What I would torch. say is, don't. No, no. Don't. Don't even do that. Uh, introduce him like he was introduced in the comics. Make him a villain to start off with. Yeah. Make the Submariner yeah. a villain for another movie, yeah. and uh, and then build him up from there, right? Well, the Spider-Man's uh, just leaking steady, and it looks like they're going to be doing something similar with Venom. So we'll see. Lots of stuff happening this summer. Lots of stuff happening next summer. Of course, we're going to Comic Con, so we get a Evil pre- Dead. We get a big preview of next summer. Evil Dead, I think, is a month away now. Evil Dead oh, is the soon? first yeah. week of April. First week of April. April fifth. Oh, I can make it to Edmonton that weekend. Well, we were discussing whether or not we're actually going to watch it here now. Will they? Well, will they even show it here? Uh, uh, I'm going to be so the mad. I'm, I'm game. Not if, really the fan of anything that's not. Well, like, it's rated R, right? So yeah, I'm game for going to Edmonton for it. That's for sure. I would love to, but I don't, I don't think I can that weekend. Sad band. I already have a weekend off in in April for Edmonton Expo, so I don't know if I can get two off because it's my grad season. In April. 
Edmonton or even Calgary. Uh, Calgary, going yeah. to Calgary for the expo. So the um, which we're still waiting on. Actually, the um, do we need to say anything? Twitter, Facebook, ah, fuck it, it's all there, everyone knows it. Alright, so for <laughs> this edition of uh, Cinephiles, I'm Toski. I'm Tito. Stacy. We'll, we'll, what's the fucking closeout for Cinephiles? Mm. We'll see you next. I don't know, I'm drunk. We'll see <laughs> there you go, there's your closeout. We'll see you next publication. Alright, anyway, we'll figure something out. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. Thank <laughs> you.